Hey, what's poppin', y'all? It is Tommy Hawk, and this is the Hawk's Den. Um, this is my first episode, and yeah, I don't. This is unscripted. Um, I don't. I want to be as authentic as I can. I don't want this. I want to sound like I'm uh, reading off a script. Um, but to give a, um, a a quick summary of what's uh, what I'm going to be talking about, and someone asked that question. Um, it was uh, Ray. Actually, yes. Uh, what my podcast is kind of gonna be about, or if it's just gonna be kind of just me talking and and whatnot like that. Um, I wrote some of that these questions down. Let me get it. Let's see if I can read my handwriting because um, my handwriting's pretty terrible, actually. And by the way, um, this song in the background is called Dayglow, or it's by Dayglow, and it's. Called, uh, can I call you tonight? I heard it in Target the other day. Me and my girl, for some reason, we love, we just love Target. I think as soon as I had a kid, like my dad instincts, like just turned on, and I just, we just love going to Target and looking at shit we shouldn't be buying. I don't know. I get really, I get like, I shouldn't get as excited as I get for Target. There's no reason any grown man should be that excited for Target. But, uh, I heard this lovely song in there. Uh, I don't want to. I don't own the copyrights to any of the music that will be playing <clears throat> in the background. So don't sue me. Don't. Uh, I'm really broke. <laughs> but I, I, I've been listening to the song for like three days straight. My girl's like, uh, or my fiance's like, why do you keep listening to the song? I'm like, why aren't you? Is the real question. The song is amazing. It makes me feel. And I looked up. Because I like MGMT and a few different like st- like songs in that style, um, I didn't know like like what is this? What is this genre? I'm I I'm uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's called um, psychedelic pop or or just great music genre. Uh, but it makes me feel makes me feel great. It makes me feel like uh, like I just uh, lost my virginity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pretty great. Instead of, uh, yeah, cause I listen to all music, rap, uh, a lot, uh, R&B, hip-hop, you know, uh, but some of it is just like, let's kill people and shoot, and, and I'm like, let's, let's have a good day today, let's make positive choices, and, <laughs> you know, um, so yeah, they asked, yeah, Ray asked me, what's the podcast about, are you gonna talk about, uh, anything specific, um, or is it kind of yours? Is it just going to be you talking? I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Um, and uh, Sydney also seconds this question. And to answer that question, yeah, it's going to be kind of whatever is going on. Um, I mainly wanted to focus this podcast about my journey, my journey <laughs> through. Uh, I'm, I'm an like I said in my trailer. I'm an aspiring mixed martial artist, comedian. Um, so I'm a knockoff Joe Rogan. <laughs> also, uh, a writing uh, TV shows and movies. I would like to get into that a little more. I've kind of been writing rough drafts. I never went to college for anything, so it's just kind of all just uh, art from the soul, you know. I did a little bit of music. I got like one song out. Um, it's a little old. It's not really who I am anymore because I got kids and shit now, <laughs> and like a wife. <laughs> um, what is it? I don't even know what it's called. We'll figure it out, you know. Um, but I, I, I wrote more music. I just didn't put it out. I don't know why. So 
so let's hope I have a real problem with like starting stuff and not like and then getting distracted. I like too many things, you know. So so yeah, let's just this is gonna be a bunch of nonsense and random randomness uh, soon once I get my equipment because I'm not the most technically gifted with a uh, with a uh, technology, I guess. Um, I'm new to this podcasting stuff. Uh, I want to create a YouTube channel here soon. Me and my girlfriend are going to have our own uh, podcast together. Um, it's going to be called, uh, you know what I'm saying? Because I say that too often. Me and my brother both say it like uh, like we have Tourette's. Um, most of this music is going to be random because I don't have time to uh, to search every little thing. But I love the song as well. Tame Paul is pretty great. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's a phase or what, but it just makes me feel like nothing can go wrong. <laughs> I got temper problems and, you know, it just accumulates being a dad, being a new dad. Um, I have a stepson. His name is Preston. I have a, um, J. Mark has a question about that and I'll get to that as well. Uh, so it can be kind of stressful sometimes being a new dad, but I love that. I wouldn't change it for anything. Um, but yeah, so this music makes me feel like, I don't know, it just makes me feel like, uh, like I can, I can fly. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, but yeah, my, uh, my, uh, podcast is basically be about those things. And then Ray asks, um, what inspires you to, to do these things? Um, honestly, I've always been pretty ambitious, have had pretty big goals uh, my problem is I'm not very disciplined and I'm, I'm growing con- consistently um, every day trying to get better and improve that uh, I'm not very I'm not I, will, I haven't always been the most consistent with certain things and I just want to get uh, just grow as a human just grow as a person and and be at the end of the day when I'm when I'm dying or whatever if I'm on the deathbed or I just get shot or hit by a car or I don't want to be one of those guys who predicts his death, but, you know, or, uh, you know, choke on a, um, on a chicken nugget, you know, it could be any of those things, you never know these days, the Wuhan, or, excuse me, the, um, the virus, the COVID-19, uh, I don't, I don't know if that's po- politically incorrect to, to say that, so, scratch that, I didn't say that, you didn't hear that, uh, but the COVID-19, you know, I actually have a few friends who have caught that, and they're doing all right. Um, but you know, not my uncle caught it. He was doing. He was pretty sick in the hospital, um, but he's doing better now. So shout out to uh, my uncle and whatnot. Um, I get on a tangent sometimes and forget what I'm talking about. So just just be aware of that if you're uh, if you don't like that. I'm gonna do that quite often. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so at the end of the day, when I'm dying, I don't, I don't want to be able to be like, yeah, I wanted, I did everything I wanted to do, you know, um, so maybe a little acting, well, I, but I do believe with, with full, uh, my full heart, I can do these things, you know, my thing, as soon as I'm, as I just got to master my discipline and, and get it, get down on a daily pact, and, uh, it'll be golden, you know, but first step's the always step, you know, to sobriety, <laughs> Um, yeah, so you said, what inspires me to do these things? Um, what's your plan to achieve these goals? Uh, just to be, like I said, just to be, uh, as consistent as possible. I've been swimming, because, um, 
I like to swim and it's a good exercise. Um, cardio, I think cardio is super important if you're going to do a mixed martial arts um, and it builds muscle as well. I'm going to be joining 10th Planet here pretty soon. Uh, Coach B-Check is like, yeah, all right, bro, you've been saying that every week. <laughs> I messaged him, like, yeah, no, uh, I told him last week it was going to be this week and I, uh, I'm still, like I said, I'm not, we don't have all the money in the world, so we're trying to get that situated. I got two kids. Um, but, uh, this upcoming Tuesday, it's October 10th right now, 2020, I'm pretty sure. Um, so, uh, yes, upcoming Tuesday, we're going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and try to join them. I was at the MMA lab. Jared Cannonier is pretty cool. He's a super nice guy. I was wearing a Capricorn rash guard. And it obviously, it looks like the devil. <laughs> I'll be pretty honest. And he was like, he came up to me in the middle of class and just stopped everything he was doing. In the middle of teaching strikes. And he's like, wait, time out. And walked up right to me. He was like, what, what, what is this? What is that? <laughs> I was like, it's not the devil. Don't knock me out. <laughs> he was like, is that the Baphomet? I'm like, no, it's, it's the Capricorn. It's not the Baphomet. <laughs> he's like, oh, right on, right on, okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, you know, it's all good. Um, but he's a super cool guy, super sweet dude. Um, Benson Henderson's, uh, uh, he's a saint. He's a great guy. Um, it was, I was shell-shocked going into there. And you could tell some of them are a little bit annoyed, like, oh, here's the fucking fanboy. <laughs> They're like, what do you, are you, did you just sign up so you can just be around us and see us? Because I'm just like smiling in the background. I'm like, that's definitely Benson Henderson. <laughs> um, there's a bee, I'm outside on my back porch and there's a bee. Let's hope he doesn't start any freaking problems, dude. Hey, yeah, you better fly off. Um, on that note, I'll get back to what I was just saying. The other day, me and my girl were at QT and, um, and uh, she had left the door open because, uh, you know, she's pumped the gas and I'm a terrible husband and <laughs> was playing video games or something. I don't know. I just, you know, <laughs> I was watching the kids. That's my excuse. Um, but anyways, the, um, I paid for it. Okay. So, but anyways, the, a bee came in. No, no, no. I think she was in the car and then the bee came in and she like lost her shit. That is what happened. She lost her shit and got out of the car. And I'm not, like, really scared of bees. I just don't want to get stung, you know. So I, and my dad was always just like, don't freak out. Don't fuck with them and they're not going to fuck with you. You know, it's like any, anything, you know. Unless it's like a, a wasp and you know, just leave because <laughs> they're assholes. Um, they're like the, they're like the Nazi Germany of bees. They're just like, we're going to, we're going to, we don't like any humans. We're going to sting them. Um, bees are like, I got a job to do. I'm trying to go collect some pollen. Don't smush me. Don't mess with me. And I don't, you know, if I sting you, I die. So let's not, let's both, let's just meet in the middle. I got a whole philosophy on meeting in the middle and, and agreeing to disagree. The world would be a lot better off if you agree to disagree and just meet in the middle. Um, and that's another time for another subject. I've already, I'm on a second tangent already. Um, and, uh, yeah. So I, she got out the car and is like freaking out. I'm like, all right, bro, just relax. This is how you get out, you know. I'll teach you, you teach me. Let's learn together. You know, I, those native uh, genes in my blood. Um, Oglala Sioux Lakota and a little bit of Nez Pierce. 
and this purse going on. And uh, I was like, come on, bro, let's let's get out of the car because you can't drive. But she left her monster can in the car, and it was like, bro, there's definitely some sugar in here and stuff I like. So I'm going to go in there. And he was out. There was like 10 bees because we were parked right next to a trash can, and everyone decided they were going to pour their their honey their honey and whatever they're pouring out and he didn't want to get out so i realized he wanted to go for the the monster can and um and uh i i, I grabbed the the can and and got out the car to get him out of there and we closed the doors and then we realized oh shit we have two babies back there who probably shouldn't be stung by a bee so i opened the door and i'm like here come on out and he follows me in the can and then um, the guy behind me uh, filling up his gas is like, dude, that, there's like five bees on your back. I'm like, oh, right? Really? Okay, don't freak out. Just walk, walk, walk. He's like, bro, there's more. There's like ten now, and they're all getting on your back. And I'm like, all right, maybe I should speed walk. He's like, put the can down. I'm like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. So I threw it in the trash can, and they, uh, they left. Um, she she's driving off. I'm like, oh cool, she's leaving, and I'm gonna and I'm the Candyman. You know, you guys ever watch the old school Candyman? I heard they're making a new one soon. Um, anyways, and uh, you know, I got bees on me. I got bees on my head, but don't call me a bee head. I don't own the copyrights to that either. Please don't sue me, Andy Melanakis. Um, so uh, anyways. I didn't get stung, which is which is the good good part, and you know, get in the car and we drive off happily ever after. Um, I don't know how I got on that tangent. Uh, I know I was talking about um, Benson Henderson. He's yeah, he's a great guy. <laughs> Benson Henderson is super nice, um, and I saw uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley. He's super cool. I mean, I didn't really get to speak to him. I kind of he was in there in the cage, like holding pads with, um, I believe Travis. Um, excuse me if I'm wrong, but he's not the star here, so you know. Yeah. Anyways, um, he was holding pads, or and uh, he was striking the pads and practicing his moves. And I'm kind of looking over. And I'm like, wow, that's dope. I just saw him on TV knock out that one dude, that one unknown guy, um, with a straight punch. And he just dropped like, like a bad habit. Um, I've never said that, but I, I guess because I'm a pod, on a podcast, I'm saying that now. Um, on a bad, like a drop, like a bad habit. But um, yeah, he's doing his thing, and I'm watching. And he like looks over, and he's like, "What the like? What are you what are you looking at?" I'm like, "Oh, okay. I probably shouldn't stare." Um, so that was cool. Yeah, Benson Anderson. I was uh, I was uh. We were in, he teaches the Nogi here at MMA Lab. Um, and the only reason I'm not MMA Lab is because I moved to Tucson. Um, and, uh, you know, it's it's not ideal to, to travel that far all the time. I moved to Tucson because it's cheaper. And I have a buddy. Shout out to Luis Hernandez. I don't know if he wants his full name on there. But shout out to Luis Hernandez at Undisputed. Um, and he's going to be teaching me a little bit here and there. Um, he's one of the instructors there. Um, I got a buddy, uh, my sister's best friend's husband, shout out to Ace. He, um, he's an ex-pro fighter 
and um, he's cool with uh, Tony Bicek, Burchek, um, and uh, you know the only reason I'm gonna go 10th Planet is there's a little more. Um, they got some pro fighters going on over there, and they got a little more going on. Um, no, no, not not that undisputed is not. It's not a. It's not that it's a bad gym, you know. Um, I just, I honestly highly, 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 highly prefer Nogi because I want to do MMA. I just, you know, I'm gonna probably get some some uh, some shit comments now because oh, Nogi's better, you know. But you know, I like Nogi. You know, you like agree disagree. Let's meet in the middle, just like my philosophy. Um, you like chocolate ice cream, you know. I like other ice cream. I like chocolate ice cream, you know. But I. You know, think that through. Anyways, um, Benson's uh, teaching the Nogi class, and uh, and um, he's like, I did some move right. I was with my buddy Dwayne. Ironically enough, his name is Dwayne Johnson. He's not The Rock, but he's just a native native guy. <laughs> he's super cool dude. Um, and uh, and he's like, yeah, good good shit, Tommy. He didn't say good shit. Uh, he, you know, he sp- spoke like Benson Henderson, like an, an angelic voice. I was just like, you know, good job. Uh, he didn't know my name either. He was <laughs> just like, good job. That's how you do it. No, I was just like, Dwayne, Benson just gave me a compliment. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Um, and, uh, John Crouch is super sweet dude, super awesome coach. Um, yeah, I would still be there if I could, um, you know. I just, I'm in Tucson. I got to worry about my family right now. Uh, I don't got a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Um, Trent at 10th Plant was pretty awesome. Um, I like how they do, like, the EBI uh, style, like, um, the they call it ladders. You know, you start off in uh, a position. You pretty much hit every position. Uh, full guard, spider web, which is arm bar, you know, triangle. I'm really good at my triangle off the back. So I hit that, you know, I got the, every time I go to a gym, I at least get like one triangle choke. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not ranked. I'm, I'm, I've never been, um, upgraded in the belt because I haven't been like consistent at one gym. Um, you know, I don't want to rank myself, but I'm, I'm submitting guys, you know, so, um, and submitting, um, colored belts. Usually they're blue belts. Um, otherwise I don't get that much in this gym, so (laughs) higher. Um, unless they let me, like one dude at Undisputed, like I can tell he let me choke him out, and immediately he was like, all right, my turn, <laughs> and submit me, and I was like, all right, but I had long hair too, no excuses, I just cut my hair, I had really long hair, I cut it, um, and uh, people were like, like neon, instead of neon belly, it was just straight neon hair, and there was not much I could do about it, I was like, all right, well, you got it, you got it, so, cut that to pursue my MMA dreams, you know, see where it goes. Um, but there's just so many other things I want to do, you know. Uh, an ideal dream and goal would be to become a champ um, at the, in the UFC, maybe two-division two, two world champ, um, and then um, defend it a few times, and then, um, you know, retire it, you know, and also do my um, comedy, you know, I want to have some, 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 um, some, uh, some of that going on, <laughs> some bits and, you know, some specials, and, um, I'd like to do my podcast, I would love to be able to get paid for a podcast and, like, 
do this. I don't want to make this a job. You know what I mean? I want this to be fun, you know, relaxing. Soon, once I have videos, I'm going to have guests on so you can see my beautiful face. It's so handsome. My, my, my mom and my girl call me handsome, so, you know. Um, and have some guests, some local artists, you know, help out some people coming up and trying to just get it, get some recognition, just like me. We can help each other out. Uh, shout out to uh, my buddy Mikey. Um, and he's, he's a music artist, you know. I'm going to have him on here soon. Um, and just people I think that are interesting, because I, you know, I'm not going to get anybody famous on my podcast anytime soon. So people I think are interesting, and you know, I think other people will find them interesting. We'll do that. And um, yeah, uh, I'd like to write. I have an idea for a TV show because I used to do door to door sales, and someone's also asked about about my my nomad life. Shout out to J J Mark, beautiful name, um, and. Uh, yeah, I might have just asked that question though. All right, um, let's see. <coughs> J. Mark, uh, how was the nomad life moving place to place? How was the different experiences? So, when people saw me clout chasing on Facebook and Instagram and all that, um, I was working for door to door sales. Yeah, they're like, why out of all the jobs would you choose that? Um, because it's challenging and I like a challenge and I like to grow as a person. Um, and you learn a lot, you know, builds character. The first time I ever did door-to-door sales, I was walking around in, uh, I believe it was Arizona Mills, and I was looking for a job, and, you know, not very professional. I'm like, it was good, bro, let me get a, let me get a job. <laughs> let me fuck with that job real quick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Krillio, let me fuck with that lasagna. Nobody will get that, but me and my small circle of friends. Um... And, uh, yeah, I would love to have Carillo actually on here, too. He's a local producer and a great guy and an entrepreneur, you know. He, I don't know if he looks at himself as an entrepreneur, but he's definitely an entrepreneur. I'm sure he does. Um, you know, he has a, I believe he has a clothing line, um, his own um, beats. Um, he's all-around great guy. He's got it going. Um, yeah, um... Talking about um, nomad life. Okay. Um, <laughs> see, this is gonna happen a lot because it's not scripted. I'm not some. Oh, you know. And here we did this. Yeah, you know, it's gonna be 100% authentic. Um, yeah. So I was in Arizona Mills looking for a job. They were like, "You got a resume?" I was like, um, "I don't know what that is." So they're like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll get back to you. Just leave your, just leave your uh, number on the table, and we'll get back to it. And I never, ever got any... Actually, that's not true. I did work at the Arizona Mills for a little bit at a candy shop. It was more like a candy. It was a candy kiosk, and um, I just kind of handed out candy. And, you know, I was going above and beyond and, like, literally cutting people off at first and their children. I'm like, you're going to buy some candy. <laughs> and the kids are like screaming around. They want candy now. And parents are looking at me like, you motherfucker. What is wrong with you? Now I'm a father. But, I mean, I have a little more, um, you know, I'm a, I don't let my kids walk all over me. I'm like, you're not, we're not getting candy. So let's go. <laughs> but usually I'll let them get candy. But their candy is expensive. Fuck that candy. We'll go, I have a food stamp. So we'll go get some candy from Walmart or something. All right. Um. 
And uh, anyways, yeah, I uh, I met somebody. Shout out to Isaac. I was uh, trying to go uh, get a job at Cricket, the Cricket kiosk, and he was like, um, I was trying to, you know, he was asking my resume and whatnot. It was some girl, I don't remember. Single at the time, I was probably hitting on her, I don't know. Um, but I was uh, in my Nipsey mode, listening to some Nipsey hustle. So I, I was a man with a mission. You know, you listen to some Nip, and, and sky's the fucking limit. You, you just, you can achieve anything when you listen to Nip. Rest in peace. Um, anyways, Isaac overheard, and I think he was literally trying to recruit at the time for door-to-door sales, because they were about to have a dinner at Applebee's or wherever the hell, and, um, and, uh, he was like, hey, man, I, I, no, I was walking, he didn't approach me immediately, I went and sat down on the bench and was like, damn, nobody likes me, and nobody wants to hire me, these guys are racists. A lot of, a lot of people say no. Um, they weren't racist. They were like Mexicans, so I don't think they can really be racist. I mean, I'm sure they everyone can be racist, but uh, you know, you know, it was just in my feelings. I was like, God damn it, you know what the fuck? And you know, white people looking at me like I, I'm stealing. <laughs> um, and the heat comes and was like, Hey, bro, are you looking for a job? And I'm like, Yeah, actually, what's up? And he's like, Um. You know, it's a sales job. I'm like, I'll do anything, you know. Anything. No. <laughs> but um, he's like, yeah, come with me. And I don't know. It's crazy looking back at time. But I have, I have a decent amount of confidence because I've like done martial arts. I've been doing martial arts for quite some time. Um, so I was like, you know, and he's a pretty short dude. And, um, you know, I'm sure I can kick his ass. <laughs> Shout out to Isaac. <laughs> um, we actually did wrestle. And, uh. He actually uh, submitted me, <laughs> so <laughs> you know, shout out to him. You know, I blame it on the hair at the time and my earrings and nose ring. You know, I was not in you know fighting condition. <laughs> Excuses, but um, anyways, uh, he invited me and some other really geeky kid. I don't know his name, so he can't sue me. Um, and this could be hypothetical, and this could not be real, but you know, you take it for what you want. And you can't sue me. Um, super geeky kid. Like if Norbit and Urkel had a kid, he would be him. And uh, he sounded very nasally. And yeah. Anyways, we're both insane. I mean, I'm sure we both could take him. You know. So I was like, oh, we'll be all right. Um, you know, the the nerdy kid distracts him. I go for a solid head kick, and it's over. You know, um, but yeah, we went. He brought us to Applebee's and was like, "Yeah, we're gonna have a little interview." Or, you know, we're, or not interview. It was more like a get together, and they're gonna buy us food. And I was like, "Free food, I'm in." So we went there. They bought us some food. They spoke about what was going on. Also, I was in network marketing at the time. I believe I was doing IML. Shout out to them. Um, and I was like, "I'm gonna recruit them because they're gonna recruit me. Maybe I can recruit them." You know. And um, anyways, I got some food there, and, you know, they, we chopped it up, and I was pretty much down for, like, whatever. I didn't really understand what it was. I was just like, oh, yeah, you know, I stay a script, and people buy cable. Everyone was cable, even though people are doing Wi-Fi and Hulu. And, um, yeah, I ended up going to, uh, we drove to Pittsburgh, um, 
we drove through Texas and like got to Pittsburgh and, and Cleveland and a bunch of places like that for my first time, and um, it was fucking difficult. I'm gonna be honest with you. There was a point where I wanted to like give up cry. I probably did cry. I think. Like I sat down on the curb like a little bitch and was just like, oh, this is difficult. Uh, I didn't like sob. I was just like a little bit of tears and I put on some Eric Thomas and I was like, dog, I'm the shit. Fuck that. You know, and I also had a chip on my shoulder because I felt like the people who recruited me, you know, and it was just all mental. And this is how I work. This is how I like that Michael Jordan thing. I'm obviously not Michael Jordan, but, you know, he's like, oh, that one time that guy looked at me wrong and now I'm, you know, I'm going to work, work even harder. You know, that's kind of like how I'm built a little bit, you know. Um, so I'm just like in my mind, my own insecurities. I'm like, oh, these guys don't think I can do this shit. I can do this shit. I'm going to show them, these nerds. They're pretty cool. I, I'm still really cool with all of them. Um, they're great guys. They're not nerds. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, I threw on some E.T. and was like, and he, and you know, and was like, I'm going to fucking do it. And it was horrendous at first. I was going up to people, just pure white people, just being like, what's good, bro? Like, you know, I got that cable <laughs> on the low. Um, until I learned, like, how to uh, sell and how to, uh, you know, the psychology of selling a little bit and got the deals. And once I started getting deals, I was like, my first, the first goal was to get in the home, you know, and uh, that was like the first goal, you know, get your pitch out was the first goal and then get in the home and, you know, just get comfortable. I was just going out there and just kind of talking to people at first and I was just like, let me just get comfortable with this, you know. Whatever, and I'll let them know. Just kind of break the break the ice. Just let them know, like this is my first time doing this. Like, don't scream at me, you know. And they did, so I kind of learned how to. Like, it's all psychology, you know. Um, but uh, I got I got decent at. I wish I would have stayed there doing cable because I was doing pretty good. I was probably like out of the rookies, um, out of like the people who just got recruited was doing the best. Um, so. Uh, I left, my mom was having some health issues, and, you know, I was like, all right, well, let me go make sure she's good, and I left, but we got to go to Pittsburgh, this is, I'm really drawing out this question, I'm sorry, guys, this is just the way I work, <laughs> um, but um, it was pretty cool going to Pittsburgh and Cleveland, it was just, I don't know, like, I can't make specifics, but they were definitely different, like, um, they spoke different, people in Pittsburgh said some shit like yens, I don't mean to offend anybody in Pittsburgh, it, I'm just ignorant too. I don't know it, so it's different to me. Um, and it was just like, oh, okay. They just spoke differently, and they were just a little bit different. Um, but I definitely got some deals. Uh, Cleveland was interesting, um, to say the least. <laughs> There's some hilarious stories in there. Um, but I want to answer my buddy's question without going on too many different stories. Um, yeah, uh, we got to go to Pittsburgh. I felt like because I knew Mac Miller and, and Wiz Khalifa were from Pittsburgh. So my whole time, I'm seeing black and yellow walking down Pittsburgh. Because there would be a few times. We didn't, like, get to enjoy it all the time in door-to-door sales. It was like, no, you work hard all fucking day, all week. And then mm, Sunday, we'll go do something. <coughs> Sundays. So it was pretty cool. It was the grind. It taught me how to, like, put my nose down and grind. Um, you know, um, like I said, I've been lazy for like most of my life, so I'm trying to get better at it. Um, at least I acknowledge it, and I'm trying to make efforts towards it. Um, Pittsburgh was cool, and it was cool being with like 
because you think like you, you wouldn't know it if you don't know anything about door door sales but that guy coming up to your door and if he's and if he sells you and it, it was like and he didn't and if you didn't feel like you're being sold and it was just like oh and he came and you're and now you're buying something he's probably much richer than you like he's probably doing really well and and you, and even the people that are like slamming doors and get a real job he's probably he could probably could or she could probably buy you and your house so <laughs> think about that um you know door door uh, sales is a really good good gig and now i can get any sales job anywhere you know just off of the resume of i have done three different door to door sales jobs um but um yeah, uh, I got to go to Florida with a different company. I was doing um, real insurance claims and whatnot. Um, I want to shout them out, but I don't know if like that's if they're cool with that. Um, I'm sure they are, but we'll just you know. Anyways, uh, I went to Florida. That was super cool. Those um, shout out to my buddy Josh. I don't think he minds. Um, he um, that's like. It's like one of my favorite people. He was my manager. Super cool guy. Um, I'm still super cool with him. Um, we went to Florida. That was super dope. I got sick during the time. And, and a lot of people were like, dude, you're being a bitch. <laughs> but no, I was legit sick. Like, I was like, damn, bro, I'm really sick. But, um, um, and uh, we got to go into a, uh, a penthouse top floor and right on the ocean. And, um... Um, I got to sleep out by the window where I could see the ocean, which is pretty cool, because Josh was like, bro, you're cool, I fuck with you, you can do it, and, um, but I keep having, like, nightmares, and they, Josh always clowns me, because I'm like, even though I do martial arts, and, like, I can, you know, I could probably take, like, the average guy, um, whatever that is, um, he's like, dude, you're scared of everything, like, we, we went to, um, to, uh, Prescott, I believe, and, um, like, <laughs> I was so like just like paranoid of every fucking like because it's like more country over there and every step like I saw a snake like scooting or sliding around and I was like fuck this <laughs> and I saw signs that cougars were around and he's like bro don't be a bitch I'm like I'm like oh I'm sorry that I'm afraid of cougars and snakes um so yeah and Florida it's like my irrational mind is like there's an alligator every step and i'm a smart guy so i i uh looked up like alligator attacks and they're like he was like bro they're not that common and you know like statistically like how many people are that are here it's not that often but my mind was like for how many people that are here that live in florida that know that there's dinosaurs out there in the water and every fresh bed of water and they can get up and walk around. It's not like, oh, there's a lake. There's some water back here. There's probably not. There's prob. There probably is a gator over there because they have legs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the amount of people that know that there's gators over there, they should know they shouldn't be fucking swimming in just any bed of lake. So my mind was like, no, they should know better. But there's a pretty decent amount of people getting eaten by alligators in Florida. Usually older people and kids... Um, and also in every story, in every story that it was like a person, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but they're fucking dumb. Like it was like people like, literally there's this guy who was like, oh, and yeah, he taunted the alligator 
and people uh, many times told him not to do that and go on the water and screwing around and he did and he was drinking and now he's dead <laughs> and I'm like well I don't feel bad for him at all <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I don't feel bad at him at all he's, he's a beer battered human as far as I'm concerned and shout out to the gator who ate that guy it's called natural selection um and uh and you can't you can't sue me you can't sue me because i didn't say his name and there, and this could be all hypothetical <laughs> you know what i mean if you happen to fit the description then that's on you <laughs> but um yeah and some i don't know it's the saddest one was like the the kids though um Old people, it's like, ah, it's natural selection, it's your time. But the kids, for sure, it was like, these people, I don't, I'm sure I'm allowed to. If the news can talk about it, I'm, I can talk about it. So, I'm not going to say their names, um, but some people from out of the country uh, brought their kid in Disneyland, in, in Florida, wherever, and brought him, brought him or her, I'm pretty sure it was a boy, into the water. And, I mean, I get it, because I would be like... Um, like I said, I'm a little wired different. Maybe that's the, uh, the, the black part of my genes. And I'm just like, nah, I'm not fucking with none of that. <laughs> and Josh is white. So he's like, nah, dude, it's cool. <laughs> so I get it. You're in Disneyland. Maybe they shouldn't have alligators in Disneyland. Um, but also for the experience of being in Florida where they have dinosaurs yeah, let's have some, some some gators in here and don't swim in the water, you know? So I see both sides. Um, but me, I wouldn't be, any like I said, anywhere near a fresh bed of water in Florida. So when they, there was a time when um, and uh, I had to, all right, so I'm, it's raining out in Florida and I'm doing door-to-door sales and I'm already kind of upset due to, to some conflicts between me and some of the other door-to-door knockers or whatever you will um i'm not gonna say his name but it's funny now because nobody fucks with that guy anymore and i was like i fucking told you you thought i was the one but nah (laughs) this is the guy screwing around nobody wants to be around him he barely even works there anymore nobody fucks with that guy you know um and um yeah um and i was having some problems and you know i was like oh okay you guys think i'm just slacking well, I am going to slack. It's raining and fuck you guys. So I decided to go to the mall that was like a mile away. <laughs> um, because uh, low-key, you're kind of your own... I wouldn't say you're your own boss. But you don't have anybody breathing down your shoulder. So you got to have a good height and uh, integrity. And um, But the thing is, like, I knew... I think... Josh expected a lot more of me just because he knew like I'm, I'm, I, what I could do. You know what I'm saying? Like what my like I would I could I could kill it when I really wanted to. Um, so that's what it was. And he, uh, you know I think me and him were super cool and close. And he was just like, bro, I, could, I, ex- I expect a high. This is what I expect from you because I know you can. Um, so, but I would see other people like, and we would do other things like we would go to the mall all of us and like have to hide it. <laughs> Josh would call, and then people, uh, uh, my other homies would be like, "Oh yeah, no, we're um, yeah, I'm I'm uh, we're, we're, I'm on my we're leading to the doors now, and 
I just left a, or I just left a customer's house and blah blah. blah. You just have to make up some lines. Josh is like, mm, okay, I've been there. You're lying, you know. Or he, I don't know if he believed this or not, but we were all at the mall, including the other dude who, um, let's say, had a higher ranking than us and was the fucking problem. Um, and uh, you know, I don't care if he hears it. Um, so uh, yeah, so I was like, dude, they're fucking around, and I, you know, they don't get shit. So I make one fucking, you know, chill back, and I'm, I'm the problem, <clears throat> but that's my ego, and I'm, you know, um, <clears throat> but anyways, like, I, I, I get so sidetracked and go off, go off on these tangents, I'm sorry, it's, it's never gonna go away, um, but anyways, um, so in order for me to get to the mall, I was going to walk, but I'm surrounded by a lake, this whole area I'm at. I don't know if he did that to, if he just, as an accident, or if he was just like, you've been screwing around, I'm going to put you by alligators. <laughs> what? But as soon as I got there, I'm on a big-ass, like, hill, and there's, like, a, a fucking lake full of Jurassic Park right there, in my mind. And, um, and it's creepy and scary, and I'm in the backwoods of Florida, and I don't want to get shot or eaten. So I'm like, I'm going to the mall. <laughs> I'm gonna go, go to the mall, um, and uh, I'm just gonna walk around a little bit, get to maybe get some food. And I was going to walk, but because of that lake, I was like, fuck that, bro. I don't even want to be around here. I'm scared. Like I was legit scared. Um, so I got me a little Lyft or Uber. Um, this black lady, she was like, I was talking to her and chopping up with her, and she was just, I was like, have you seen any alligators back around here? I do door to door sales. Um, and it's kind of scary, you know, being out here doing doing it. And she's like, uh, yeah, I see him all the time. And I was like, okay. I was like, or no, no, no. I think she said she doesn't see him often, but she was like, uh, because I don't put myself in those positions. And ex- exactly what I meant by like the black my black jeans, where I'm just not fucking with it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's like, yeah, they're out here, but I won't be fucking with them. <laughs> I mean, so, um, um. We drive past that lake, and we're talking about gears, and I swear to God, I'm like, yo, she's like, there goes one right there, and it looks like one for sure, like, I'm pretty positive, my friends didn't believe me when I told them, you know, because I didn't take a picture because we were driving, number one, and number two, they weren't, I wasn't supposed to be where I was going, um, even though they they pulled up on me at the mall anyways later on, and I could just feel the tension, (laughs) I was like, okay. <laughs> um, but um, anyways, uh, yeah, I'm pretty certain. It could have been a log, but there was like, I'm pretty certain that it wasn't a log. Because it was, there, a log just doesn't creep up on a, 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 a gang of ducks that are chilling by. It. He was trying to get some duck. I had a Cambodian friend who was like, uh, who fed me some quotations chicken. He said, it's Cambodian chicken. I was like, bro, don't fucking lie to me. This is duck. It tastes great, but it's duck. Don't lie to me. He's like, yeah, it's duck. <laughs> um, and then gives me a sauce that says duck sauce on it. I'm like, oh, okay, it's ch- Cambodian. Like, they're fucking, like, there's different races. Like, there's Chinese chicken and Japanese chicken, and they speak Chinese. No, duck. Um, Yeah. Um, so that was, uh, that was, I, that was, uh, that was pretty scary, but also fun, um, 
and I got to uh, so and and also in one of the houses we were sleeping at, bro. I just kept having this like fucking eerie feeling and nightmare that um, that uh, gators were gonna come through the window and fuck me up because I saw because I looked up too much shit and there was gators breaking into old ladies' homes and back to what I was saying before I went off on another tangent. This podcast should just be called Tangent. Um, the kid at at Disneyland. You know, so they, they, they brought him down there, he's playing in there, and yeah, uh, I'm not going to get into too much details, but um, unfortunately, rest in peace to uh, the young, the young, the young lad, and um, yeah, you, how do you, like, that, you must, that must be sucky to be the parents too, like, yeah, I brought my kids to Disneyland, and the Disneyland, um, or world, or whatever, um, Gators ate my kid. It's really sad. But, um, yeah. So, I don't... There's a lot of them. I did a lot of research on that, and I was just scared myself. And, um, you probably shouldn't do that. You know, but most people visiting Florida or, uh... We also went to the beach, too, and I was like... And Josh immediately, like, right before there, was like, Yeah, the most times sharks are in the waters at nighttime. And as we're walking to the beach at nighttime, I'm like, Oh, cool. So, I'm not getting in the water. So, but that was really fun too. I love those guys, man. That was best experience of my life uh, working for um, that company. Um, and uh, you know, you know, um, I I encourage everybody to go do door to door sales, especially putting your kids in there when they turn like eighteen or however old. Um, because, like I said, it, it it builds so much confidence, helps you become more of a man. Um, and, and it helps you get through the trenches, you know, um, I don't want to get too much on door to door, but shout out to door to door. So yeah, to answer J Mark's question, all the different places, um, also in Florida, everybody looks like they're a celebrity. Um, (laughs) so if you think you're handsome there and you're like a 10 in fucking Arizona, you're like a seven or eight there. So congratulations. And if you're a girl and you're a 10 there, you're probably like a... Yeah, around the same, 7 or 8. Um, yeah. I didn't go to... Everyone said down in um, Miami was like... Looked like porn stars and shit. We didn't go to Miami. At least I didn't while I was there. They're actually over there now, I heard. Uh, shout out to Richie. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, Florida's cool. I wish I got to um, do more there. I love the... Um, the Hispanic culture there, I love it, love it, love it, the food's amazing, they're all awesome, um, music's kind of cool, but one of the guys that works there would play music, all play um, re- reggaeton, reggaeton music all the time, talky-talky, and uh, we're all a little sick of it, because every chance he got, he was playing that, and uh, dude, there's so many fun times there. We used to walk in, and he's like a pretty boy, or whatever, you know. Um, and like every day, we 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 have a meeting at two, so we'd come in and into the uh, into the house for our meeting, our huddle, and he's in his boxers watching fucking Teen Mom, 
and making hot, hot dog tacos or whatever the prison food he's making. <laughs> Josh would just roast his ass, and I'd be sitting there dying. Like, and it was fucked up because when I first met him, I was trying not to laugh because I didn't want to, like, <laughs> you know, be that guy. <laughs> and, <laughs> but it was hilarious, and he kind of put that on himself. Um, yeah, I was like, and Josh was like, bro, we do this every day. You're like, oh, I didn't know you guys were... Why are you in your boxers trying to show your nipples to everybody, you know? Um, so that was always fun, funny. Um, so, yeah, the I love Florida, actually. It's really, really awesome there, really amazing. Um, great place. Uh, I really love that company. I can't I can't speak highly... I can't speak more highly of it than, I, than, than you know, it's an awesome place to work. Um, yeah, so that's the answer to your question. Um, where else did I go? Well, I also recently worked for a company, and I also won't mention their company's name because they're not sponsoring me. So um, we'll just say it's a security system. I'm sure you guys all know who it is if you know anything about door door or you have a house and people knock on your door trying to sell you security. Um, that one was pretty cool, too. Uh, I met That's where I met Louise, super awesome guy, one of my favorite people. Um and uh, I went to Albuquerque, I went to Vegas. We didn't get to kick it too much in those places, um, mainly because Albuquerque, it's like, what are you gonna do in Albuquerque? You know, excuse me if I don't really know, but I don't think any of the people know as well. Because I think I even asked a few people, like, what do you guys do for fun out here? And they're like, what, fun? What's that? So, Vegas was cool. Um, we got to walk around on the... I think we got to go to, like, part of the strip for a quick second. We just went and grabbed a burger and a shake and left, and I was full, and I was like, dude, I don't want to knock. <laughs> don't eat a lot if you're about to go knock door-to-door sales. Um, but I do, I do like, love, uh, I loved it. I love doing, I love the challenge of it and the, and the getting ready of it. But it's, it's a lot to have when you're doing, when you have kids and shit. Um, so, um, yeah, Vegas was cool. Didn't get to do as much as I wanted there. Um... The beautiful place. I got to see the new Raiders uh, dome, or whatever you want to call it, stadium. That shit was cool. I was like, I didn't know what it was at first. I thought it was like Darth Vader's helmet, like a giant Darth Vader's helmet. Because why not? They have fucking the pyramids there. Uh, I think they have a knockoff Space Needle. They have everything. Um, I am from Tacoma, Washington, just to throw that out there. Shout out to Washington. Born in Chicago. Uh, I live in, you guys probably heard Tucson. Um... So that was cool, um, and that lifestyle was awesome. Like, if I, it's awesomer when you don't have kids and you're single, because you can just like do whatever and whoever you want. <laughs> no, no, no. But anyways, uh, yeah, uh, it was cool because everybody, um, you make your own money. It's a good culture. Like I said, man, I can't um, praise door door sales high enough. You guys need to go do door door sales. I know a lot of people hate door to door salesmen. But who else is gonna fucking, you know, sell you stuff you don't really want, you know? Um, but no, on the up- opposite side, it, it really can help you become an entrepreneur, you know, with that mindset. Um, so yeah, that was a fucking 20 minute answer. Um, J. Mark also asked, how does it feel being a stepfather? Um, at first, um, so. I will say I met my fiance on Tinder. Shout out to them. They better fucking give me a sponsor. <laughs> uh, but um yeah, um 
We were just trying to uh, have some fun, you know? Be young and free. <laughs> and, um, you know, you know, it, it, we just, we vibed and, you know, we fucked with each other more than physically. Um, and uh, my one of my first messages was, let me be a stepdad. <laughs> and I got what I asked for, so... Um, yeah, shout out to Preston, that's my stepson, I love him very, very much, um, that's just my son, I only, the only reason I ever say he's my stepson to people is because sometimes in public, they'll be like, oh, is that your son, and I can tell they're looking, because he doesn't really look like me, because he's obviously, you know, not my genetics, um, and they look at me, and then look at her, and they're like, mm, and then I have to let them know that my wife doesn't, isn't, like, screwing around, <laughs> You know, but I guess they can kind of put it together, you know. Um, so that's the only reason why I'm like, yeah, he's my stepson, you know, just to let them know. You know, obviously it doesn't matter. She's like, well, why does it matter? I'm like, I just don't want them looking at you like that. And I don't want them looking at me like I'd, I'm oblivious, you know, so. <clears throat> but other than that, he's my son. I love him very much. Um, and it feels, <clears throat> and he says, what? Steps are you taking to be better for... So, let me get some water real quick. I have GERD, so I'm going to be clearing my throat kind of often. I know it can be annoying. I'm trying to get it fixed. Ah. <clears throat> All right. Um, so, how does it be, feel being a father and a stepfather? Um, at first, it was nervous for being a stepfather. It was eased into it. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like babies. <laughs> I love my babies. There's a difference, but I don't necessarily like them all the time. And I'm every parent will agree with me, and every non-parent's like, you don't love your, you don't like your baby 24/7. I'm like, dude, you don't even know. Okay, I used to joke around like, oh whatever, but um, until you have something screaming in your ear like every second. And then, you know, Preston was out. He was one, so he could, like, move around a little more. And he was, he knew what he was doing. He knew how to get a rise out of my, my wife and how to um, get things he wanted. And, um, you know, she had no offense to her, but she had zero backbone. And I was like, dude, I had to be Dr. Phil for a second. Like, you're going to let, you know, Caesar Milan, are, are you going to let him be the fucking parent or are you going to be the parent? We're going to have to lay some ground rules, ground, ground rules around here. Um <clears throat> So that was a rough transition at first, um, but he's super, he's a really great kid, he listens really well for, especially for like a, he's two now, um, and like even we brought him to the barber the other day, um, Barbara was like, wow, this is the best kid I've ever had, and I've had a lot of kids, and I was like, that's weird, you shouldn't say that, <laughs> no, I didn't say that, but, but yeah, he was like, he's a, my favorite kid now, he listens, and he's not screwing around, I was like, yeah, that's right, I'm a good dad. But, um, but, uh, she's a great mom, you know, um, he's a super sweet, great kid, I love him, love him to bits and pieces, um, he's actually, Aries is chilling out more now that my mom's, like, helping here, moving, and she moved in with us, and, uh, I say us, cause I don't want you guys judging me and saying I live with my mother, cause I don't. Um, but, um, yeah, so she helps us take the load off of our shoulders and, um, and, uh, we're kind of learning how to work with him more because <clears throat> there was a time where he just would scream and scream and scream and scream and scream. 
And we were like, we don't know what to do. He won't shut up. We don't know how to turn him off. Um, I think God makes babies so cute so you don't kill them. I'll be honest with you. Um, Because they're very, uh, they're a lot. But they're super adorable. And yeah. Um, And my son looks just like me. And it's hilarious because she was like, he's going to look like me. And I was like, "Mm, we'll see about that. Me and my dad and my brother, it looks like I play like an Eddie Eddie Murphy like movie and I'm playing all the characters of my dad and my brother um um so yeah being said dad's really cool um because his dad's not really in the picture like that um and uh yeah I don't know we just have a really we just gotten a lot closer um this past year and a half or whatever and um like I said I love him very very much and I I would uh and the idea of me not like him and me like knowing I could like be that father to him um, makes me want to be the best I can for him. And that's kind of what the next question he asked was: he said, "What steps are you taking to be the best for for both sons?" Sorry, I have terrible handwriting. And um, yeah, that's just me thinking about. Um, he said, "Being a stepson of myself, my stepdad was amazing." I'd rather call him dad, and um, that's what I want for him, basically, you know, that's what I want for Preston, I want him to know, like, um, even though, because um, a lot of kids don't grow up with their dads, both my brothers, um, well, my brother, Romel, on my dad's side, um, he, um, my, my, me and my dad didn't move over there until he was probably around, like, 13 or 12 or something like that, I don't really remember, um, and, um, you know, so it was kind of rough for him at first, and my brother Gabe, my oldest brother on my mom's side, um, doesn't really know his dad like that, you know, I don't mean to put all his business out there, but, you know, but seeing that, and seeing how that affected them, and some of my friends, um, it's like, man, I have an opportunity to be some someone something very important to this kid's life, you know, and one of my favorite movies was Big Daddy, so... <laughs> So it's pretty cool um, knowing I can give me a sense of purpose, um, and um, and in my both my sons like um, he said, uh, what steps am I taking to be the best for them? Um, just being my dad was a great dad, you know. He's, nobody's perfect. We've had our ups and downs, um, and he's had his moments, and you know I have had my moments um, with with him, and uh, you know, and he's always told me he, he just wants me to be better than him. You know, he just wants me, and what that means is his job is done, and now I understand what that means, so I just want them to be better than me, um, you know, and and have the opportunities I didn't have, and have, um, you know, part, like I said, my dad was a great dad, is a great dad, he's still alive, (laughs) I want to say it was, he's still, he's still around, um, and, uh, you know, um, being like like my dad said being better than him and being the best version of me that I can be for them um you know and just having having that 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 role model and father figure around um you know to give them the confidence to make them feel like they can do anything in this world because in 2020 you can do fucking anything <clears throat> that's why I'm doing this you know I don't have I uh, maybe I'll get one viewer but that's all that matters to me you know um and maybe one day I'll have millions and I can be Considered someone like Joe Rogan, you know, knock off Joe Rogan over here, um, but um, but yeah, uh, if that's a, if that's answered your question, best steps. Best steps. I'm trying to. Uh, I, I've never. I can't. I'm be honest with you. 
I don't see myself being able to work a day job for the rest of my life. It's always been that way. Um, so I'm doing shit like this. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I'm going to um, do all these things that I have dreams to that I, believe, I know I can do. And um, obviously I'm going to work and, and make sure our bills are paid and whatnot. But if I can take a chance to make us rich or whatever and well off, you know, as long as we're... I want to be able to travel the fucking world. You know, I've already traveled a little bit. I want to be able to travel the world, you know. Hopefully COVID screws off and we can... Act- All right. Um, I apologize about that. This is still... This is part two of episode one, The Hawk's Den. Um, I was unaware that uh, <laughs> there uh, there's a 60-minute maximum for each episode. So now I know. And like I said, I, I'm unscripted. Um, and I want you guys to see my, see all, all the fucking, the bloopers, you know, to be as authentic as I can. But where was I? I go on so many tangents, that's my fault. Now I know, and now I went from it. Um, but yeah, being the best dad as I can, um, and traveling the world and doing all that stuff, you know, when I, my biggest thing is like when I, I think that's to answer Ray's question, what motivates me and whatnot, is like when I, when I'm on my, hypothetical deathbed knowing I did everything I, I wanted to do and gave it my best you know alright um and then Michael my buddy Michael asked me my favorite fighter and least favorite fighter and why uh that's a really difficult one um I'm gonna go ahead and say most people hate this guy um but I love him he's been my favorite since day one um, him and another guy. So John Jones and Anderson Silva, you know. But I was specifically talking about John Jones. Um, a lot of people hate him, man. Oh well, he's great and he's undefeated, and I'm sure I, I I believe he can. He's going to end his career on the undefeated note. People like to say, well, what about Mar- uh, Mark Hamill or whoever his name is? People don't even know his name. Um, and literally all he did was beat his ass so bad that they disqualified him. He did some. 6 to 12, uh, or 12 to 6 elbows, and those were not legal, but they can kick in the head for some reason, elbow while they're standing, um, you know, and, uh, yeah, he got disqualified, but he dominated the whole fight, it wasn't close, um, yeah, um, I love John Jones, he's always been my favorite, um, I kind of try to mimic his style a little bit, um, obviously I don't have the right tools, I don't have, like, a 80 however inches 82 87 84 inch wingspan but um and i'm not six was he six three six four something like that um yeah i don't have all that I'm like five nine five ten i have a pretty decent wingspan though i'm like uh like 72 or 74 inches i think i don't know but anyways um yeah uh least favorite i don't think i have one to be completely honest i have a because I'm not really, a, I don't, I'm not a hater, you know what I'm saying? There were some people that I've seen that I'm like, okay, I would like to see some, and that's probably how people feel about John Jones, but there are some people I'd like to see, like, with the challenge. Like, I, I'm going to be honest with you, I really like Habib, but I want someone to just challenge him. <laughs> no one's even come close, like, even a little bit. At least John has had some close battles, you know what I mean? <clears throat> we still had some triumph, but Habib is just a monster. It makes me reconsider fighting. <clears throat> but, um, 
I don't know. I would say Colby, but I don't dislike him. I, I don't. I'm not like crazy about him, but and I don't really like who he is. But I look at it as like a character of who he is, like WWE. You know, what I'm saying I understand that his thing is he's a heel. Um, whether you want to believe in that or you think it's corny, but that's literally what it is. Um, some people are heels, some people are baby faces in the company, and. And, and you're smarter if you do that. Because if you're just that guy who's just, you know, Habib, no one knew Habib until he fought, unless you're a real MMA fan. Um, but most people didn't know Habib until he fought Connor. And that is true, whether you want to believe it or not. Um, a lot of people didn't, you know. Um, they're like, who's that guy? And they just saw him Merc Habib or Connor, you know. I like Connor a lot. He's, he's up there as one of my favorites. Um, I'm not particularly like crazy about him as of lately because i'm like i mean i don't know he has some problems with the ufc and dana white he's fighting dustin soon i just want to see him getting there and fight like bro okay you inspired us you were very inspiring when i was you helped me like actually take the steps to start competing and whatnot and like start training you know i'm watching you coming up and your motivational videos you know but now i'm like bro get in there like get off your yacht get off your you know, they have that saying, it's hard to uh, get up and fight when uh, you're sleeping in silk sheets. Bro, okay, if you're great, go be great. You know what I'm saying? If you want Habib, go fight Habib. Go fight. Call these motherfuckers out. You you control it. You know what I'm saying? If you're like, Tony, let's fucking fight. But he finally did. He did it to uh, Dustin Poirier. And now they have a fight. So my thing is like, bro, you're unlike anybody in the UFC ever. Like, you, you're your own boss, bro. Like, if you want to go fight, you can go fight. Like, so if you want to fight, then do it. So I just didn't really like all the, oh, he's going to fight. Oh, I'm retiring, all that stuff. Obviously, so he didn't give a fuck about my opinion. But this is from a, a fan's point of uh, view. I'm just, I'm just telling you how it is. You know what I'm saying? Or it's, you know, he's not going to hear it, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, I'm just saying it how it is. Um, I'm not one of sugarcoat shit. So, um yeah, I just, well, I just we just wanted to see you in there fight. Most people hate him too. Um, I didn't hate him. I, you know, I like him a lot. I, I love Nate Diaz too. So that was a tough time, you know, watching them fight. It was like, not a tough time. It's not like I was sitting there crying. It was great. It was a fan's dream. But it was like, ah, I don't really want to choose, you know. So also with him and Masvidal. Um, but yeah, I can't really least favorite. Uh, I don't know Ben Askren. <laughs> I think he's funny. To an extent, like, I don't, not funny, like, he can make me laugh, but, like, funny to laugh at. <laughs> and I'm sure he's a cool guy, I guess. I don't know. Um, but, um, I don't know. But I don't dislike him. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Glee's favorite, you know. I just think, you know, like, he didn't win against Robbie Lawler, number one. And, and uh, yeah, it was kind of like... This is probably very disrespectful, but it reminded me of the CM Punk situation. Like, who's this guy? And why does he look like my neighbor? And, like, why does he, you know? So, you know. And Robbie, I don't know what that was. You know, you can tell he's pretty upset about that. Um, but throughout the whole fight, Robbie was, like, slamming him around and, like, fucking him up. It looked like he knocked him out at one point <clears throat> due to some ground and pound. And Herb, uh, Herb Dean <laughs> was like, yeah, no, I thought you went to sleep. I mean, in his defense, it, his arm did drop, and I looked like he went to sleep. I was like, oh, shit. So I don't know. Um, 
yeah, but he died pretty quick, so, um, yeah, those are all the questions, um, but, um, you know, I started a whole new, um, whole nother one of these, so we're gonna keep going, um, but yeah, I don't know, I guess, somehow we've ended up on Billy Idol, I don't even know if you guys can hear the music in the background anymore, but this is not the, uh, this is not where I was trying to go with this, I'll be honest with you, um, Oh, earlier, <laughs> I saw, I was watching a lot of, uh, um, just, or I was just on Instagram, and I saw this video of, I'm sure you have seen the face, like, the face-offs in MMA or boxing, where someone will kiss, like, the most famous one is, like, the Heath, uh, Heath fucking, what's his name, um, Heath, uh, fuck, anyway, Heath. His name's Heath, and he was in, I think, Pride, and he punched that uh, Asian dude in the face for kissing him and knocked his ass out. That one was probably, like, the most famous one. But there was one, like, random, like, these Brazilian girls or whatever they were. Um, one you can tell is a little more, uh, PC culture is probably going to attack me, but a little more dykey, if you will, or more, like, you can tell she liked girls. She's a little more macho, <laughs> we'll say, than, uh, than the other one. The other one looked like a, like a... Like a uh, bubbly lesbian, <laughs> I don't know what she was, but they she she was like making kissy lips at the other at the macho one, and uh, you, that's what you got the words you gotta fucking use these days um, to not offend anybody, um, you know. But you know it is apples apples oranges oranges. All right, um, and uh, she kissed her right in the lips and like walked off, but like you can tell she like was like. Hmm. And the other one, like, straight up blushed. It was it was hella funny to me. I don't know why. And then the guy in the background, the black dude's like, yeah. <laughs> you just see all the guys, like, fucking clapping their hands and, like, <laughs> blooding off champagne bottles, you know. But the one who was making the kissy, kissy lips, the bubbly one, like, you can tell, like, it looked like it was her first kiss, and she's just like, yeah. <laughs> you know. And then there's this other one. This lady with braids, um, and she kisses this other one. They're both pretty macho. <laughs> and uh, the other one, like, is, like, pretty shocked and slaps her. And then, another one, and then she slaps her back. And, and every time when it's a girls that do that, the guys in the background are like, Yeah, take off your tops. <laughs> Throw some baby oil in that action. Let's get in the ring now. Do some jujitsu. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> check what do they call it in the wrestling check the oil <laughs> oil check or some shit um yeah someone did that to me once and i almost kicked their ass i didn't know i didn't know it was a move in wrestling and i was like bro i'll kill you and your family and i'll hunt you down and eat your eat your liver with some some fava beans and some nice chianti um but ironically enough it was one of my wrestling coach's father and I was like, dude, are we not going to do anything about this? He just fucking tried to finger bang me right now. And he's still going to be in here. The coach is like, yeah, it's what you do. And I'm like, what? What is going on? <laughs> and those kids were really weird. So, you know, um, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, you know, you know, that's really sad. But they're, they, they, I spoke up. I, am the, I tried to help and no one did anything about it. So, me too. Um, but, uh. But yeah, um, and the guys one, there was this black dude who uh, who got kissed on the lips by this other dude. 
<laughs> and he already got kissed. It was too late for him not to get kissed. And uh, he tried to do the Matrix. And, like, what are you going to do after you get kissed and you're about to fight somebody and you're trying to be tough? Like, there's only one option is go berserk and start trying to throw chairs around and fight. You know what I mean? Because if you don't do anything and you're just like, ah, zen about it, you're like, dude, you're just cool with that? You just got kissed on the lips? That's us. And other dudes, like, you know, I think there's only two options you can do. You can, like, give into it, like, a uh, fucking, um, the guy who played, uh, um, the, uh, the, uh, host on American Idol, Ryan Seacrest. Didn't they, like, make fun of him for being gay? And he's like, yeah, I am. So, so what? Now what? Or just, just Eminem it. It's like, yeah, I'm white. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? And then you kiss him and then you just lick your lips and kiss him and, like, blow a kiss back. <laughs> and then he's just like, oh, okay. That didn't really do anything. And now you guys are both gay. Now what? Now what? Now there's nothing else left to do but fight. <laughs> Oil check. <laughs> but, uh, no, he did the Matrix after he already got kissed. So those are your only two options. You Ryan Seacrest it or you flip out and get, you know, freak out and, and let everybody know you didn't like it. Another dude's laughing his ass off, and everybody's laughing. And you can tell no one's, like, taking it serious, because dude's pissed off, obviously. <laughs> and everyone was just, like, kind of giggling <laughs> in the back. And the fucked up part is, if you lose, you have to win that fight now. You know what I'm saying? If you did the other one where you Ryan Seacrest it and licked your lips, you know, you, you can lose that fight. And they're like, ah, it's whatever, he owns it, you know. But if you lose that fight, and, 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 you, and you did what he did and freak out, now you got kissed and you got your ass whooped. Now you're definitely his bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I gotta find out, see if he won or lost that fight. You know what I'm saying? And if you lose that fight and you kissed him, now you're the asshole who kissed someone who got his ass beat. You know? So it's a pretty ballsy move. You know? Might throw in the arsenal. But, um, yeah, and then there's another one where this lady's like in a, like, I thought it was like a fucking, like, senator or like a, like a interviewer, but because she's wearing like a nice, slacks and dress and um the uh other one <laughs> pc culture again um she looked like a man i'll be honest with you not and a lot of people like well she's mma fire a lot of girls kind of look like that not a lot there's a lot of beautiful uh mma fighter females you know but she looked like she transitioned you know shout out to the lgbtq community um but I don't know if she was or not. Um, I'm assuming not. Either way, you call her a her, okay? So that's what you call her. She looked a little manly. So, um, anyways, she kissed her and, like, kind of slapped her, but, like, moved her face. She just kind of looked, like, disgusted more than anything, and was, but laughed for, like, five minutes afterwards. So, which made me think, like, did she like it, or... Because <laughs> everybody, and still everybody, and they're, like, in a press conference room, and everybody's like, yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, um, I still don't know that guy's name. Heath something, or whatever his name is. Who cares? Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I would like to do some bits here pretty soon. Um... I uh, I was at the <clears throat> Scottsdale Improv or whatever, and I was doing... I don't think you're supposed to... I don't know. Like, most people say, like, it's not really classes. I think it's kind of like music writing. Or, like, you can't really teach someone to write music. You know what I'm saying? You can kind of... 
in common, you can kind of like lay down a little bit of a foundation and like this is this is how you set it up. This is a punchline. Blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? So, but I'm doing pretty decent at like I've been writing stuff down. Um, over there, I made some. I thought I made some pretty funny jokes. They thought it was pretty funny. Um, you know, um, but they didn't like my dog joke. Um, you know, and I got to get better at like uh you know setting it up and stuff like that. You know, but uh. <laughs> So basically, um, so we had we had some dogs. There's we had a German Shepherd Rottweiler named Bo, and um, and uh, he was getting pretty old. And the house we lived in was pretty shitty. We had like fleas or something. I think they had mange. In all honesty, I'm not really sure. We lived out, you know, and it was you know the house wasn't great, an old house. And um, he would always chew on his back and whatnot. You know, he just wasn't in good health. And um, Anyways, I was in Arizona, and my dad called me up drunk and was like, yeah, he, um, Bo, uh, he had a seizure, and, uh, you know, he, uh, he died and released his bowels. I'm like, okay. He was giving me too much details, and it was a little weird, a little fishy. <laughs> like, all right, it was a weird call. You know, I was, like, sad, but, like, also, like, mm, this is weird. Something's not adding up. And, um... <laughs> you know, uh, my dad's country is from fucking low-key kind of country. Like, he kind of li- lived in Nebraska for a long time. So, he does it the old school way. <laughs> my brother hit me up. I was like, yeah, did you hear uh, dad uh, put Bo out of his misery? I'm like, what? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm like, okay. Not really. But I kind of figured something was wrong. <laughs> and that's not the joke. That's obviously just like, wow, that's kind of fucked up. But um, my dog I grew up with for um, since I was a kid passed away not long ago. And he called me up and... You know, I was like, hey, yeah, Coco passed away. You know, she kind of sat next to me. And I think she knew it was her time. And, you know, she went out of the room and went on her bed. And, you know, and then when I came out there, you know, she was gone. And uh, I was like, oh, damn, you know. And then after I hung up, I was kind of like, is this motherfucker, I am legend my dog? You know what I'm saying? And um, <laughs> so, that I mean, that was the punchline. And if you don't, if you haven't seen I am legend, then you obviously won't get it. Um I got some laughs, but they also seem, like, very fucking, like, oh, my God. Like, bro, you don't even know if this dog is real or not, first of all, you know. So I think that's just the problem with, like, some places. Some people don't have dark as dark as a humor as I do. I mean, like, it's my dog. <laughs> my dog died, this hypothetical dog you never met before. They're like, oh, you know, no more dog jokes. And maybe, maybe lay out the dog jokes and the midget jokes. And I'm like, what? Dude, it's comedy. Comedy is subjective. And it's a joke. It's not like I'm saying, like, oh, kill your dogs. Michael Vick is for president. I'm not really, you know, Michael Vick advocate, you know. I'm just saying, you know, sometimes you don't have the money and, you know, it is what it is. You know, bring him outside, you know, with the old yeller. I never really finished that movie, but, <clears throat> but yeah. Um, but I'd like to go, considering COVID right now, it's really difficult to um, go do any of those things because of COVID. Yeah, so I can't really go to... They're like, do fucking um, comedy on Zoom. I'm like, that's not really the same, though, you know? So I'm just writing down material, things I think is funny. Maybe drop a few of them here on the podcast and see uh, if I get some laughs or whatever. And uh, and then try them out once COVID's kind of, like, clearing out, once I go on stage and whatnot and, like, you know, practice in front of some people and see it. And, you know, just practice in front of some friends and, like, just bring it up without them knowing. And they're like, oh, that's... And just laugh a little bit. Oh, that's funny. Um, 
but yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, this COVID is so weird right now, man, like, I don't, like, some people are, like, super, like, crazy about it, and, like, don't want you, this fucking lady, bro, so this, uh, in Tucson, the old ladies out here are, are horrendous, like, they hate life, and they hate people, I get it, you're in Tucson, I get it, you know, we barely got into a bump, a car, it wasn't barely a car accident, my girl is not the most, she's not the best driver, I'm gonna be honest with you, I, um, she used to take me to the comedy club, and I would, like, when we were first seeing each other, and, um, I was, like, she was like, why is that, I'm already kind of quiet in the car anyways, I'm pretty quiet for the most part, usually, I'm usually just thinking in my head or whatever, just quiet, chilling, vibing, um, and, uh, she's like, why is that quiet, in my mind, I'm like, dude, you you're you're driving is is very scary like i'm scared for my life um she doesn't agree with me but it's not up to her to make that opinion <laughs> you know what i mean um and uh anyway she like we're coming out of a stop sign and it's a two-way stop the roads out here are a lot different and weird um and she thought it was a four-way stop and she kind of looked left and was just like all right and went for it and this suv truck or whatever the fuck it was um slammed on the brake, not really, she didn't really, like, you can tell she was, like, playing chicken, she was like, oh, I'm gonna just keep going, you know what I'm saying, but my girl obviously didn't see her, and, um, you know, we barely bumped, there was not any damage on her car, there was barely any damage on our shitty car, and, um, but it was hilarious, though, because she, I watched it, it was almost, like, in slow motion, because she hit my side, and, like, she, like, was, like, sliding and trying to swerve, and then, um, fucking, you know, barely tapped us or whatever, but as soon as we stopped, she's like Stone Cold Steve Austin flipping us off and cussing us out through the window like I can hear her. I was like, this bitch here. I'm like, is she going to do this right now? <laughs> and then we backed up, you know, we um, parked the car. And she goes, and there was another lady on the um, other stop sign because it's a four-way stop. She's like talking to her about whatever. I don't know what she's talking about. Well, other ladies, like she's obviously crazy. I'm not rolling down my window. And, um, um. She comes up to us and is like going off, and my girl's like, you know, I'm sorry, um, I just moved out here, you know, I don't really know the roads like that. I thought it was a four-way stop, blah blah blah, this and that. And the lady's just being a complete bitch, you know, just terrible, you know. Like most people, like, oh, there's zero damage, not even a scratch. You're good, I'm good, we're both good. Um, and um, in my mind, I was like, maybe she'll la- like lay off of us if she sees that we have kids. <laughs> that was my uh, train of thought. So I'm like, yeah, let me make sure the kids are good. And then she's like, and but in her mind, she's like, oh, that's more ammo for me to attack these people. She smells weakness on my girl because she's apologizing to her. And I'm a, I'm pretty cutthroat, but I didn't really want to make the situation worse because um, I could have cussed her old ass out. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, she was, you know, cussing my girl out and this and that. And um, she was like, oh, and you have kids in the car blah, 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 you shouldn't be driving like that, I'm like, bitch, you were, like, 30, 40 feet away, and you decided to keep going, like, she just let us, let us go, um, you know, and, um, because it's not like we hit her, she hit us, <clears throat> and, um, but, uh, yeah, and my girl was like, you know, I'm not gonna take this anymore, there's not being, uh, not being cordial, you know, I'm trying to talk this out with you, and, uh, you know, she's trying to take all these pictures and stuff, and she already had, like, looked like she got hit by a fucking semi. Half her truck is missing already. You know what I'm saying? So you can tell this is not her first fucking rodeo. 
you know what I mean? Um, and you can tell she's just trying to get some insurance money or something. And, um, and she's like, no, well, I need your address and this blah, 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 blah. And my girl doesn't have her physical ID. She has it on her phone. So she like, he's like, here, take a picture of my phone. And she's like, well, why don't you have this and blah, 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 this and that. And at this point, I'm like, bitch, you don't need shit. Here's our ID. Here's our license plate. Fuck off. You know what I'm saying? Um, and um, you can tell she's trying to, like, ignore me because she knows I'm not, like, with no bullshit. And she can smell the weakness on my girl. And, uh, you know, so she, my girl gets in the car. And she's like, get in the car. I'm like, all right. You know, I'm like, look, I literally looked around. And I was like, can I make a scene right now? Can I, like, cuss this hoe out? And I'm, like, looking at, like, families looking out their houses. <laughs> so I'm like, probably not. Probably not the smartest, you know. Um, you know, so we get in the car, whatever, whatever. Um, but back to what I, like, originally brought the story up for was there was another old lady at Walmart. And, um, you know, they, they have their little bubbles on the floor, stickers saying where you need to stand. Um, it's really six feet. You need to be six feet. And she's at the, um, you know, we're at the cash register. She's not on the belt line anymore. She's all the way at the front of it. You know what I'm saying? And she's, like, fucking coming at me super sideways, like, oh, you need to back up, blah, 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 blah. I'm, like, kind of looking at her. I stick a step back, and I look at the cash register, and I'm, like, is it me, or is this bitch being crazy right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm obviously, I got my mask on. I'm definitely, like, six, seven feet away from her. She just wants me to be on the bubble. And I got a, I got a little bit of an ego, and I've been... I got kids. I got, you know, life's not easy all the time. And I'm, you know, I got shit I'm going through too. My brother's like, you know, well, maybe, maybe she was going through stuff. And maybe, I'm like, well, maybe she shouldn't be fucking up then. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe that's not my problem either. Maybe I'm going through stuff. Um, but anyways, um, she's like, uh, fucking, I, I'm not moving until you step back. And I'm like, bitch, fuck you. You can suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. I'm like, you can suck on my whole dick, you old ass cunt. I don't give a good goddamn. You know what I'm saying? This is where the podcast gets uh, a little, little rated R. But um, yeah, I was like, fuck you, you old, you old fart. Like, are you serious? I'm not even close to you. You're already done. Like, you already, your shit's in the bag. Your shit's already, you're just waiting to get your receipt. And I'm like, fuck you. There's a whole nother register right here. I'm like, you think I, you can go, you can go fuck yourself. And then she looks pretty uh, profound and uh, cash register looking profound. I just don't like when uh, older, uh, um, unethnic people think they can just walk all over me or us, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Um, so, yeah. And uh, I, I, I do realize maybe I didn't have to take it that far. <laughs> I could just made it all easy and just took a step back, you know, met her in the middle and followed my philosophy, you know. But maybe if she would have met in the middle and just took her receipt and left, it wouldn't have been that been that big of a deal. When we got cussed the fuck out, you know what I'm saying? I'm just sick of these old uh, Tucson ladies thinking they run shit. You know, there's a new fucking sheriff in town, and his name is Hawk. All right, yeah, no, but yep, that's a that's a real story. That's that's really that's what happened. Um, let's, let's get the music going on again. Let's see. Let's see. I like this song. Let's play it. I think I might have already played it, but I don't care. I have this problem. My girlfriend hates it. I have this problem of um, playing music I really like, like songs I really like, over and over and over again. I think I get it from my brother because he does it. Um, but yeah, I really like this song. 
it's a good song. It makes me feel makes me feel nice. If you can see me right now, I'm doing a little shoulder dance. I'm not the best dancer. My mom always compares my dancing to my dad's, and I take that a little offensive because my dad's a terrible dancer. Um, and he doesn't like know. I think he doesn't know. Maybe he does. I don't know. Or maybe he's like, I'm a good dancer. But I at least know, and I'm like, it's like a joke when I'm dancing, you know what I'm saying? It's like a good time, we're all having fun, we're all laughing about it, you know what I'm saying? This video is ridiculous, Empire of the Sun, I don't own the copyrights, don't sue me, walk on dream. But the guy with, like, the guy who looks like, they both look, look like they're from the Hunger Games, but the guy with the blonde or white hair, a little bit colorblind, looks like, um... Key and Peele, like the chubby one, kind of. <laughs> like if he like had white face or something. <laughs> Just a little bit. I don't know. Maybe, 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 I don't know. It looks like him to me, though. This is a good song, though. But, it, what, like, what? I don't know. I'm not going to question it. I, I embrace everybody. So, I, and I love this song. It's a good, good vibe. Because I'm not really trying to hear, like, kill you and everybody, you know, all the time. You know, I like NBA Youngboy a lot, um, but I'm not always trying to hear about his Dirty 38. Um, yeah, my, sorry, it was my mom trying to talk to me through a window. I have no idea what she was saying, so I just gave her the good old thumbs up. Um, yeah, I'd like to uh, make, a, uh, make a TV show about door-to-door -door sales. Like a comedy, and I really hope no one steals that idea from me. Um, but they can't steal my my bits I have in it, so that's cool. Um, maybe they can. But um, yeah, we're at thirty minutes mark. Um, maybe we'll go through the whole another thirty minutes. Um, Cause I'm having a good time right now. I don't feel like uh, I don't feel like I don't got nothing else to say. You know. Um, but yeah, I do want to do a door-to-door -door comedy TV show. I think that would be hilarious because like you see some really funny shit on the doors. Um, let me know anybody who's done door-to-door -door sales in the comments. Um, yeah, this is my first podcast, you know, so I'm getting the hang of it. You know, so if it's not like perfect, you know, I apologize. Um, you know, but we'll get better throughout time, and we'll get we'll get things going. Um, and, but I want it to be this way. I want it to be kind of shitty at first. So you can see the progression over time. You're like, wow, this guy has come a long way. And I've came a long way with him. So join me on this journey of Tommy Hawk um, in this journey. Um, I also want to do a clothing line. There's a lot of shit I want to do. So, you know, you know, there's a lot of stuff we can do as humans. And luckily enough, we were born in America. How many of y'all, you know, like that? But, um... No, if you are born in America, you can do whatever the fuck you want. I hate when people are, like, just <clears throat> playing the victim mentality. A little bit of water. But playing the victim's mentality, you know, I've been through a lot of shit, but, you know, it is what it is. Keep fucking moving. Learn from it. Be stronger. And, uh, yeah, there's just a lot you can do here. I <clears throat> recently got an HVAC class, and, uh... And, um, hate it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, there's this one dude in my class, and I'm gonna drop his name because his name, it just fits the fucking profile. Um, so, I'm sitting in a class where, uh, <coughs> excuse me. 
we're in class and we're taking like a little break or whatever and um and um i can hear people i'm just like listening to people talk or whatever just chilling and this dude with the deepest voice i've ever heard just like <laughs> or just fucking you know i don't know if he said something specific but he had a very deep voice <clears throat> and in my mind i'm like is the devil also taking HVAC class it's getting a little lacy in his area of hell you know what i mean maybe it's another tangent hell's probably not that bad He's probably super chill down there, since he's like, you don't really have rules. He's probably kicking it. He's probably not, like, I think, what if God was just like, or Jesus or whoever, was just like, you know, don't hang out with that guy's bad influence. But he's really super chill. <laughs> and you're just, it's just a party down there. No. Anyways, but, um, and, uh, he was, I, I asked the dude his name, and he's like, you're fucking Igor. I'm like, Eeyore? He's like, Igor. I'm like, all right, bro, don't eat me. But isn't that like, he looks like a, um, what the fuck is his name? Black Uncle Fester. Like, he literally looks like his built. He's like a brick, um, big dude, and just his voice sounds like the devil. I'm like, Gee, and his name is Igor. Like, did, did his parents, do all his parents, are they like that? Do they have, like, other fucking names like Shrek and, like, fucking, and Oof and doof and you know o olog and <laughs> you know what i mean um i don't know but um i just don't like when you get the name spot on like that like you know and then i just feel like they have some type of th like sixth sense or whatever. i, I name my son my, my son's name is aries um because my my brother's son my nephew his name is adonis you know, so two Greek gods with the name A, and I got the idea from Apollo Creed, Apollo and his son Adonis, I was thinking of Apollo, but I was like, Aries is cooler, and I'm going to get them into jujitsu when they're young, and like, you know, a little bit of stuff like that, <clears throat> you don't have to do it if they don't want to, but, you know, keep exercise and discipline, it's good to get them into that kind of things, I feel like, and I'm sure they'll want to follow, you know, because I'll be doing it, um, He's the most adorable little baby ever. He looks like a cuter version of, and I'm not. Baby Yoda is a cute but ugly creature, but is cute at the same time. His eyes is what it is, like his eyes and circular face. Um, my girlfriend insists that it's hers or eyes, but they're my eyes. It's both ours. We both have nice eyes, um, but, but like big eyes, like big eyes, like. You know what I mean? Like that one emoji that's like sad, pout, like big eye, teary. That, and you know how like every time they show like a baby kitten cartoon or baby anything cartoon, and they have like those big glossy eyes? That's what my son has all the time, you know? Um, so he kind of looks like Baby Yoda. He's the cutest little baby ever. And, um, and I make him laugh, and he, you know, and he's strong as hell. Like his grip, my brother's always talking about, like his grip is like, fits his name. You should name him Hercules or some shit. Um, and his middle name is Lee, like Bruce Lee. Um, my mom, one of her first, uh, I don't know, one of her, she has a, um, one of her exes, uh, has, she has a tattoo of his name on her ankle, just never got it removed. Um, and it says Lee. So she's like, now, like, oh, yeah, well, now I don't have to, you know, I can just, it can just be his name. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, all right, whatever. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, 
But, um, yeah, right now we're just doing a little bit of DoorDash. I just, I just paid for, like, two months of rent, you know. Um, and um, what we got, we are, uh, me and my girl were, she has this thing where she, like, defies, not because, like, I don't know what it is. Like, I'm not, like, I don't know. She's, like, defies, like, whatever I say sometimes. Like, if I'm, for example, we are getting, we were going into the parking lot and she was, there was a wall and she was going to deliver some food to the person behind the wall. And we're like in a different apartment complex, low key. But right behind that wall is like the, the doors and shit, like their fucking house. And, um, but she decides to go between this truck and this, this wall. And I'm like, why? Like, there's like five other parking spots. I'm like, why are you parking right here? Like, you can park anywhere else. <laughs> She's like, no, I can do it. Bah, 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 bah. I'm like, literally like 10 feet from now you can just park right there and you'll be good and she's like nah i can get out like you're not gonna be able to get out you're gonna gonna get stuck she's like nah i can do it and uh she fucking can't even open the door and it reminds me of uh if any of you seen scary movie one where that can't say fat these days but that fat chick is trying to get through the cat door the dog door in the garage exactly what it reminded me of and she's like so hard trying to like prove me wrong that she can get through this fucking door and this wall i almost had enough time to like if i would have thought of it i could have gotten my phone out and recorded it that's how long she was trying to get like a solid 10 seconds <laughs> and she finally gets and starts laughing and i'm just sitting there cracking up and so then i'm like all right yeah just park just park right over here you'll be good like you could have you could have been back by now and she's like, no, no, no. And parks in the fucking driveway, like, right the entrance of the parking lot, like, from the main road. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. I mean, you're ki- actually, my, our kids with, were with grandma at the time. But I'm like, yeah, cool. I like to die. I like to just get fucking crashed into. He's like, oh, I'll be like ten, five seconds. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a beautiful place. This, is, this isn't a fire fucking hazard. You know, if a firefighter comes in here or somebody just turns in, and, you know. Then we're sitting here with our fucking broken car and now I'm not I don't want to talk to you anymore and I'm Ubering home you figure out your own way home um but that's what I mean like just has to like do it her way until she can prove but I'm a Capricorn and you know if those things are real I don't know if they're fucking real or not you know it's probably I don't know it's probably bullshit but they're they're very accurate sometimes but it's probably just like that fucking psychic who's like I'm sensing you've lost somebody in these last two to three years. I'm like, yeah, no shit. People die every day. And then people are like, oh, you must be psychic. My grandfather just died. Um, so it could be just be these very vague terms, but I don't know. I think it's pretty spot on with these horoscope bullshit. Because I'm, you know, I'm, Capricorns are usually always got to be right. And they usually are right. And I'm usually, and maybe she, that's her thing. She's like, you know what, fuck you. I'm going to stick it to the man. Whatever. She's not like a pro-feminist or nothing. She's super chill, actually. She has a great sense of humor. She's going to do a little bit of comedy, too. I'm very very happy with that. I'm very, um, I will say I really love my girl. I can't be any more appreciative to her and, and thankful for her. We have her ups and downs, but who the fuck doesn't, you know? Um, and I'm happy with my family. Um, of course, there's times where I'm sure every everybody, every father um, thinks like, damn, and I'm super young, there's been, there, there's been times where I'm like, damn, I could help there be, be, be in a hoe, <laughs> I'm only 20 fucking two, and stuff like that, but that's, I, you know, that's, it's only, it was only 
for certain times and for certain periods, but when you really look at the bigger picture, I really love my family. I wouldn't give it up for anything, you know, because that lifestyle, I even got sick of it while I was single, and, you know, I have a gift. I'll be honest with you. I'm gift below the belt, you know. I'm not to be, to be a, uh, to be a cocky son of a bitch, no pun intended, but I got it going on. We'll just leave it at that, man. I know what to do, you know, so. Um, I had a power, you know, so when guys know that they have that superpower, it's a superpower. Low-key, pretty much is. Um, and um, so my thing is like, wow, I I have this power and like sometimes I'm like, it should be bestowed upon the world. Not because I'm a whore, I think guys are just wired a little differently. Um, I just think that's hilarious. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, um. I couldn't, she's super understanding, man, and, you know, I, I've, I've never vibed with a girl, um, woman on the level we do, um, and yeah, that's what I was saying, you know, that lifestyle gets old, I was, I was, I got depressed, I was like, I've dealt with depression, you know, um, it gets really old really quick, that lifestyle, I never really liked going out anyways, you know, um, you know, and it, it scared me being a father. I will say that it scared me being a father um, at first. You know, I'm sure everyone does. You know, like my life is changing so drastically. And it was just like, wow, this is crazy. You know, I could be like, I could, and like all these fucking weird, like crazy thoughts come up in your head. Like, wow, I could like, I could have, when I was, you know, didn't have responsibility, could have just moved to Hawaii and lived on the fucking beach and fished. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like these dumbass ideas come to your mind that you no, would have never fucking thought, but now that you have like responsibility, you're just scared, so you make these irrational thoughts in your mind. <laughs> but I've been, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very uh, self-aware and I, I'd like to say spiritual, and I just kind of take some time to meditate and think and talk to myself, you know. Um, and honestly, I've, I've waited for this moment my whole life. You know, I'm, you know, I can't wait for us to get married, and you know. See, see our boys grow up, you know, and, um, yeah, man, it's pretty cool, pretty cool, you know, it's not always sunshine and rainbows, though, these kids can be a handful sometimes, especially Aries right now, like I guess I don't really like babies that much, but once they get toddlers, they're awesome, like me and Preston, he's like my favorite, favorite right now, not to choose favorites, but he's kind of, he's kind of doing his thing, <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, because me and him play around, we play tag. I'm already a big kid, so we, um, you know, we we piss mom off, we, uh, we wrestle, I slam on the bed, you know. Our, we have, like, a three-way bathroom or two-way bathrooms, and it connects to the room, or my mom's room. Um, it used to be our room, but we switched it so Eric Preston can sleep in there with her. And um, so uh, we, I run around like Scooby-Doo through these doors and, like, scare them and, it's 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 a great time. Um, a lot of people are talking about like gender roles and this and that and this and that. I like to cook. I love cooking. Um, and and I like and I have this thing where like I've gotten such a chef mode where I'm like not that I'm Chef Gordon fucking Ramsay, but like I'm such chef mode where like if I see that they should be adding this and that, that's why I like it. I just feel like I like they need to just do it. So I, I give them respect. I usually try to just stay out the kitchen. And I have this thing. My dad does it. I grew up with my dad, and he um, never wanted people in the in the kitchen while he's cooking. Um, and I think that makes sense. Give the chef some fucking respect because we're chefs. No, but yeah, give give them some respect. Let them cook. You know, 
I don't need you breathing down my shoulder, seeing every little. Maybe I don't want you knowing my secret recipe. Okay, maybe this is a. And everyone usually loves my meals because I'm. I said I don't mean pat myself on the back, but I kind of, I kind of fucks it up. You know what I'm saying? Um, but um, yeah. Um, I don't need people stealing my. I'm like Mr. Krabs. I don't need you stealing my secret recipe. I don't need you breathing down my. It's hot enough in here. We got a small kitchen. I don't need you in here screwing around. All right. All right. Um, yeah. But um, shout out to my one of my best is my best friend, Ruben. He's in prison right now. He's been in. He's they gave him ten years. He did some less than uh, smart decisions. And now he's been there for 10 years. But I get, uh, luckily, I get to talk to him. He's been in the hole for almost two years, low-key. Um, you know, not consecutively, but yeah. Um, well, I think he did one year pretty much full through. But um, shout out to him. I miss that guy. Um, let me know if you guys are in, have any um, friends that are, like, in that position. You know, you want to see him do better, you know. But he's, he's one, I brought him up because he's one of the funniest people. He's probably the funniest person I know, like, physically. Um, and I think he needs to do comedy. I tell him every time that he needs to do stand-up comedy because um, he's fucking hilarious, man. Um, yeah, let me know. Give me some feedback, man. Some uh, some um, con- some constructive criticism. Um, what what you guys think I should do? You know, um, don't probably I don't I would say I mean because I know someone's gonna bring up the tangents, but I don't see that going away. To be honest with you, and it kind of makes it a little more interesting. Hear a little more stories, and I usually get back to what I was talking about. Um, um, yeah, let me know what's up, guys. Um, this is my first podcast. This is part two of episode one, and yeah, man, thank you guys. This is the Hawks Den with Tommy Hawk. Thanks for listening. You guys have a great one. Hello, you guys. This is the Hawks Den, and this is Tommy Hawk. This is episode two. I appreciate you guys for joining in. Uh, I apologize for my first episode where I have music in the background the whole time. <clears throat> I thought it would be nice, be like a nice little background thing going on, but um, yeah, it wasn't. It just was distracting when I listened to it. <laughs> So recently, in these last five days or so, um, a little bit's been going on. I, uh, you guys watched that that Bill Burr uh, SNL skit? I thought it was I thought it was great. Um, I thought it was pretty great. Um, but apparently, everyone on Twitter is losing their shit. Um, but I mean, that's the fucking PC bullshit culture we live in now. Everybody is hurt with every little, um, everything you say. Whatever happened to sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. What happened to that? I think it's because kids don't play outside anymore. They're just fucking, their face is glued to their phone. So they don't get that, you know? So they grow up with no fucking, like, thick skin. And and everything has to be the way they imagine it in their head. <clears throat> I thought it was great. That was classic Bill Burr. Uh, but imagine he—they just proved his point exactly what he talked about, which I thought was hilarious. Um, 
But yeah, the funny thing is I'm actually uh, recording in my laundry room because it's like the quietest place I can get. And still there's still like background noise a little bit. But this is the beginning stage, you know, take this journey with me, you know. Um, but yeah, I thought it was great. I love this skit where Bill is like a, doing the sad Sam Adams commercial. That kind of reminded me of me and my dad a little bit. <laughs> like, just a little bit. <laughs> but pretty much. It wasn't that bad, but like, kinda. <laughs> nah, he's a good guy. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. He's like, oh, today's the day, huh? <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's like, I'll put the fucking cereal back. <laughs> He's just standing there like, what's up? <laughs> uh, that was funny. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. Shit's good. I, w- I always wanted to be on SNL. They just don't have, like... I don't know. You don't see, like, greats from there. No no offense to, like, the people on there. Shout out Pete Davidson. He's pretty pretty cool. I like him. Um, but I don't watch it that much anyways, if I'm going to be completely honest. Um, but, like, there's no fucking... You know, uh, Chris Farley's, and, you know, there was great, great people on there. You know, Adam Sandler, Jim Carrey, a lot of people were on there. Will Ferrell. Uh, but yeah, um, also I watched the, the Burt Kreischer, uh, The Cabin Show. I thought that was great. I, I thought that was awesome. That was like one of my favorite things I've watched this week. Um, I don't want to like spoil it for anybody, but go watch it. It's pretty hilarious. Um, that's but that's like my dream, low key. Like I just want to have fun with my friends and like you know whoever and do crazy shit like that and get paid for it. That sounds amazing. Um, you know, excuse me, so right now I'm on, I've been on a online mission, finding local places and joining uh, Facebook groups, comedian face groups, so I can, you know, get, get, get my foot in the door, learn a little, learn as much as I can, go bomb, you know, go fuck up, learn from it, move forward. I've been writing more material, um, you know, but with this COVID shit going on, it's so, like, hard to, you, can, you know, there's not many places that are open where you can get some time up on stage, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm contacting people, I met, I found this guy, I'm gonna see what's up with him, um, I think he said Sundays at six, you know, so, me, me and my fiance are both trying to get into stand-up, you know, um, so first, first things first, take, you know, take that first step, you know, I actually was at the Scottsdale Improv, I believe, I forget, um, it was like a year ago, and that's, in, around the time is when me and my girl actually met, cause she used to take me there, and I would go, um, I only went there a few times, a handful of times, and I would go there and listen to people do stand-up, and I'd get like five minutes, I think, maybe, like maybe two, two or five minutes, and, 
on the and you know kind of get some stage uh confidence and they give me some feedback on how I should do my joke and you know um you know like oh you need a little more stage presence this or that so that was that was pretty cool I thought that was really helpful um but I realized comedy is not something you can like literally I I don't know I don't think it's something you can just like teach full-on teach it's kind of like write music I've written music um and I'm actually I got actually really good at when I was doing it I had some really good music um I only put out like one song but um even that song did really well for like what like well from what I like my um what I thought was gonna be you know what I mean and that song wasn't even as good as other songs I had I don't I don't know why I haven't put them out um I got in a relationship and you know I kind of just uh you know put that to the side a little bit um and focus on other things I kind of enjoy a little bit more I still love music but um when it comes it comes I don't like to force art you know with that kind of thing um but in the beginning process, you kind of do have to. So you like, you, there's a learning curve that you just have to get over and um, and really, you know, figure that thing out. Because at first, I didn't know what the fuck. I was like, how? I just have to make, like, just create a song. Didn't really get it. But I, I'm looking at, and I just, well, what I do, I would find a melody with the, within the, um, I'd usually find an instrumental I like. <clears throat> Or even on topic first, you know. So I'm kind of taking that same approach with comedy. That it's not really something you can just teach. I can't teach you how to write music. You just got to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can kind of, you can watch me and I can kind of teach you. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm looking at the same thing with comedy. Like I can watch it and um, and seeing how, and watching other people write comedy. Like um, I look up stuff on YouTube. Like um, there was one I, I really liked the other day. Um, I fuck up because I forget the names of it, but um, it was like on unlisted jobs, I think, and his name was like um, he kept saying Speedy, I think his name was, and um, he found some comedian. I don't know who the comedian really was, um, but um, the guy was asking like, "Well, just tell me about this and tell me about that." It was kind of similar to when I was doing at the Scottsdale Improv, um, and uh, you know, so I'm just getting like material from my life, you know, and. Um, um, trying to figure out how I can turn my life into funny shit because there's a lot of shit that's like could be really funny um, you know growing up with my, my pops and shit like that <laughs> um, and you know there's a lot of funny things that, that could definitely I just got to figure out how I can artistically put that on paper you know not to sound like a douchebag artistically put it on paper you know but um but yeah, but it's a fun process. It's the process, just like me in martial arts. Right now, I'm kind of like I used to be fucking have a fucking eight pack. Now I got a dad bod and rolls, you know. And and uh, Ace has been doing this for a while. I don't know if he wants my name his name to be mentioned, but it's okay. I'm his I'm his protege, so let's go. <laughs> you know, shout Burchek and whatnot. Um, so the goal is right now, I told Birdcheck I was going to join like last Tuesday. He's probably like, yeah, whatever, kid. I didn't. Um, also, it's because I started training with uh, one of his protégés, Ace. And uh, shout out Ace Martinez. Um, you can look up his fights on YouTube. Um, and, uh, you know, he's he's doing his thing. 
and he's training me. We're taking baby steps. You know, I'm not, I'm not there yet. <laughs> he's he's taking a little. He's he's been out for I think he said a few years or something like that. I forget, but um, but and I've seen him. And the fucked up part is I've seen him smoke like, like at least a few cigarettes when we were hanging out the day before we worked out, and we drank before he we worked out, and the next day we ran. And he ran, he didn't stop, he didn't slow down, he didn't take a break. And I'm like behind him, like gasping for air, you know. Because my, my fiance's at, at, um, at the house with his wife, or his girl, I mean. And, um, and uh, I'm like, well, I can't, like, I mean, they, everyone obviously knows. It's like, we all know he's like, went at pro level, and I haven't, you know. So I'm not, I won't get like, a ton of shit for like looking like shit when I get back, but I don't want to be like a complete piece of shit. You know what I mean? I don't want to be like him come back and he's like, "Yeah, you're a you're a your fiance, your husband's uh down the road crying. <laughs> he's laying down, gasping for air." I di- I didn't want to be that. I at least wanted to make it back and be like, "Hey, I'm I'm still alive," you know. At least if I can have that. They'd be like, well, he's a pro fighter. He's done this before. <laughs> and not like, and just disappoint my fiance. And she's like, what the fuck? Get up. Get up, pussy. You know, so I didn't want it. <laughs> I didn't want to be that. At least I made it back. And then we, and then we train. And then he's like, yeah, then we'll train. Then we'll run more, run more, a mile and a half. And I'm like, what? Luckily for me, he took a break. I mean, we didn't have to run a mile and a half back. I think it's just starting off mile and a half there, and then we train, and then you know we call it a good day. But um, today, let's see. Well, we don't know what's in store for me. I've been dreading it for a while. Um, uh, I'm sure he's gonna make me run fucking five miles, and then spar and kick me down, and then spit on me. We'll see. Um, but yeah, um, I'm prepared to. I've been taking my Mucinex. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully there's not too much coughing going on, you know, but I, I, I've Googled cause I'm a Google doctor, um, that exercising can help gird, you know, I've been trying to lay off the pizza sauce and the tomato sauce and acidic stuff. Anyone, that's what I mean. It's, if anyone has gird and they've cured it. Please contact me. I got them cheeseburgers, man. Um, other news, I'm, oh, I need to contact like the tribal doctors out here or just whoever and see if I can, you know, get it, get that surgery because this is no life to live for a young man, you know. And I think it's like just my eating habits growing up. Like being my, I don't know, well, then my stepbrother should be. Well, one of them's fat. One of them's like, you know. Tall and skinny, um, you know. But I got good. We we grew up eating microwave fucking. I sound like the thousand pound sisters. That shit was something. Um, but um, we I grew up eating fucking hamburger helper, Tostinos pizzas, and microwave them. Didn't even fucking oven them. Uh, Tostinos rolls, hot pockets, you know, shit like that. Top ramen cereal. You know, we had food stamps, so we just, you know, it was like from 
we parents are like, we cook dinner. From then on, you guys make a sandwich, figure it out. And there's food in here, you know, and there's three boys. Figure it out. Be a man. Here's some Tostino's pizza rolls. So that's what we did. Um, yeah, just thinking about that, there's a lot of material I could actually write down with that. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. A lot of these things that... Um, one time Ruben, my buddy Ruben, he's in prison right now. Because um, I take these long showers. I get migraines. Growing up migraines, I still get them. Um, lately, they've been a little bit worse. They, some, they come and go. Um, not as bad as when I was a kid. Um, I used to get like fucking two a day. Just like, mainly just like one all day. And it really sucked. I had to, I would take like cold showers in the dark. Um... And these long showers. I still take long showers also because I enjoy them. <coughs> um, but, um, yeah, Ruben had to uh, take a shit. And I asked everybody if anyone used the bathroom. He said no. And then he had to all of a sudden take a shit when I'm in there. And I'm like, well, you have to hold it. And then he went outside and and these uh, we had, like, these crates. Like, these bins, like the plastic bins you put, like, clothes or toys in. You know? The dark green ones, green ones usually. I'm kind of colorblind. But, um, he took a shit in it. <laughs> and was sitting there gagging when I, because I told him, I was like, bro, you're not, like, you can't just shit in there and not, like, clean it out. You can't just be shitting it over here. So he hosed it out and was sitting there gagging all the time. That shit was hilarious. But I could probably, I just got to get better at, like, uh, setting up the story and, like, you know, doing all that. But, there's little shit like that, like my dad fucking sharded himself. <laughs> Same situation, situation is what you'd call it. Um, that shit was hilarious. I was in the shower and he was like, new, because uh, he calls me new. He's like, new, uh, I got to talk to you. I got to tell you something. I was like, what? I was like, what are you trying to tell me secrets while I'm in the shower for? He's like, I, uh, I sharded. I was like, what the fuck? All right. I was just sitting there like in disbelief. Like, what you fucking grown man? <clears throat> he was drunk. Drinks. Drinking. Drunken. Drinking. He likes to drink. <laughs> so I got out and um, and then he passed out. I got out and he went, he's asleep. Like, quickly. I went out. I think he went and sat down. Once so it was like, all right. I was like, all right, let me get out and dry off. Let me get out. Hurry up. Let me hurry up and get out so he can get in. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, he was fucking asleep. Didn't change himself. Like, the next day, he's wearing the same shit. I'm like, what do you, did you ever change? He's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Burt Kreischer and his show. Shit was great. Go watch it. It's really funny. I, th- I, re- I think Bobby Lee and, uh, what is his name? I don't remember his name. The brother from uh, The Chappelle Show. <laughs> that guy. It's on the tip of my tongue. I don't know his name. What is his name? Like, I know it. It's like right there. Don't you hear what that, when that shit happens? But uh, yeah, that guy. Um, Ashley Larry. That guy. Um, that shit was funny as fuck. Um, the first episode, all of the episodes are pretty great. Uh, I think, uh, 
the Miss Pat and Kaylee Kukuo, Kukuo, Big Bang Theory. Um, that one's funny. Like, it's classic. Like, loud black lady with fucking sheltered white lady. <clears throat> Same. And if you can just think about that, everything that. Oh shit! I didn't. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah. You can think about, just imagine, like, when he called Gabriel Iglesias, right, sorry, this is unscripted, unedited, alright, just deal with it, this is life, this is raw, <laughs> alright, shit down, all these people writing their shit down, yeah, um, yeah, Gabriel Iglesias was like, uh, he's like, yeah, no shit. You put Tupac and Taylor Swift in the same. <laughs> so if you can imagine, no one, I didn't really know who Miss Pat was at first. I'm sure you guys probably may or may not. Um, yeah, it was pretty funny. Needless to say, she didn't, uh, Big Bang Theory didn't make it to the end. <laughs> I wish, I know they, they, they fucking cut like half of it out. I wish they, like, showed more of it now. Like, I think that Miss Pat cussed, uh, fucking Big Bang Theory out. <coughs> Kaylee Kukua. Probably ruining her name right now. <coughs> Drink some tea. Probably, uh, yeah, she probably cussed her out. She was just terrified of her the whole time. And she, and I know Miss Pat smelled fear. Because that's what you gotta do. In those situations, you can't let them uh see your weakness. And hold your ground and just be his ratchet back. <clears throat> Going up in Tacoma. And with my ratchet ass cousins. <clears throat> That shit was really funny. And then we watched The Haunting of Bly Manor. That was really good. Um, I'll be honest, though, I think... I don't want I'm not going to do any spoilers. Um, I, I believe the first one was better. Haunting of uh, Hill House. Just my opinion. Bly Manor was still really good. I, I thought. Um, but I kind of was just like... Uh, I don't know. I'll let you... Uh, Fuck it, spoiler alert. If you don't like it now, or if you don't want to hear about it right now, just fast forward a little bit, maybe like 10 minutes. I don't know how long my rant's going to go. But, um, um, also, if you, if you see the part where she has the ad for, for the job, then if you pause it and call that number, you can actually hear like a, a, a voicemail of Bly Manor. It's really cool. It's the young girl like, it's perfectly splendid. You'll like the job. <laughs> Not the best impression, but, you know. Um, yeah, I thought they kind of, I don't know, it was really, they fucking looped it t- 25 times. You'll, once you watch it, you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, I don't really, I'm not crazy on every story has to be a fucking love story. Um, 
but I like how at the end where they put in a, like the origins of what the hell went on. You know, um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I was able to predict who was who. You know, I mean it's pretty easy. Pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was good. It wasn't, uh, like I said, it wasn't as good as the Hill House, in my opinion. It wasn't as scary. It was more of like a, just a story, I guess. It wasn't super scary. Um, in the first Hill House, they got the bent neck lady, which is pretty, that was a really cool, if you haven't seen it, I don't want to ruin it. It was a really cool twist. I'm over here burping like Rick from Rick and Morty. It's my GERD, I'm sorry. I should just name this the GERD cast. But, um, that's the that's the deal you sign up when you're at the Tommy Hawk. Until we, like I said, it's a journey. It's gonna start off kind of shitty. And I appreciate all my day ones. You know, one day we'll have a nice setup. And we won't be in a lounge room using headphones. Like, I have some equipment now. I just don't have all the right pieces. I need a MacBook. I, you know, I need some, I need some shit, so, this is what we got for now, and then soon, me and my girl will have a video podcast, and we'll be doing a reaction on YouTube, all kinds of beautiful, perfectly splendid shit, um, but yeah, um, yeah, Hill House, they had the Betnick lady, they did some fucking, um, what is it, Steven Spielberg, where they do some fucking twisty shit, and they tried to do that in Blind Manor, but it was like, mm, tried. But um, I don't want to make it sound like it wasn't good. Go watch it. It is good. It's just I had high hopes for it because I was on the dick of Hill House so hard. So I thought it was really good. Um, yeah, that was really good. I liked Hill House. I might watch that again, actually. Um, um, but yeah. You haven't seen it watch it i got some ideas my girl was like if you you know you can go pitch your idea to netflix i was like for real that's cool i guess i want to do a door-to-door um tv show i think that shit will be hilarious i gotta write some shit for it um i just gotta get good at like maximizing my time throughout the day like organizing shit like today we're doing this today we're doing that um, I just, I don't know, I just, I don't know, I'm trying to figure it out, <coughs> it's a process, it's a growing process, maybe what I need a calendar, if anyone has any tips and ideas, do I need like a, a planner maybe, planner and a calendar, um, you know, of just maybe just like certain things I can get done throughout the day, it doesn't have to be a whole fucking list of things just because I have kids and shit. You know, nothing goes according to plan here around here. So if I can get like two or three things I want to knock out the day, then uh, I think that would be cool. I think I'll, I need to sit down and like figure it out. Um, so I don't know if I've been getting sick or what, or it's just my GERD acting up, but I've been having really bad congestion. But it's like, I'm pretty sure it's my GERD just because it's like after I went on that run, my shit's been fucked up. I've been coughing up, but I've been taking Mucinex, so... Like I said, I'm, I'm, it's not going to be a good day today. <laughs> like, I don't know how I'm supposed to go into this positive, but I know it's, it's, it's not going to be a good time over there training. 
Um, but it's just this, it's just this learning curve right now. Not even learning curve. It's just this hump of, of getting my body back in shape and then, you know, and getting there. Cause I, you know, I'm, I'm all self-taught, but I've, I've held my own at, at high gyms and done good, you know? Um, and now I finally have someone to take the time and put it into me and I'll, I'll be forever appreciative of that. <clears throat> so I'm going to give him my best. And that's what I told him. I was like, I appreciate you, bro. Put get taking time out of your day to train me, you know, and because you're doing that, because you don't have to train me. You're not you're not charging me. You know what I'm saying? Um, you, you can find someone who's better than me, and mold them. You know what I'm saying? Um, but what I have is heart and determination, and and I feel like I have a different mind when it comes to fighting. I think I, not to sound like fucking. You know, suck my own dick, but I uh, I believe I have a different mind. You know what I'm saying? I think outside the box. Um, <clears throat> so you're giving your time to me. I'm gonna give as much as I can to you and give that back. Put in as much effort as I can. Um, despite missing yesterday, it was a true accident. It wasn't just being a bitch. Um, but yeah, text me at three thirty because you meet at three, and he's like, "Yo, what happened?" I was already out doing DoorDash with my girl. I didn't know, you know. Um, granted, I could have went afterwards, but fuck it. Let's just get it done today. We'll be back Monday, then Wednesday, and then Thursday. We'll be back on back on track. Is that what it was Monday, Wednesday? No, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. There you go. Um, so. My girlfriend has this thing where she just can't be away from me for less than like five minutes. So I, she, I can hear her out there just trying to be near my presence. The other day I was taking a shit and she, her fingers are under the door just trying to be close to me. You know, so that's always, that's always good, you know. <laughs> I'm surprised um, my son Aries, the youngest one, is was asleep still when I woke up. He's usually awake and, and fighting asleep as much as he can. He loves to fight his sleep. I don't know what it is. Babies love kids in general. <coughs> I'm sorry about that. Yes, kids in general love to fight their sleep. Like, they think we're gonna sneak off and go, like, have to do some fun shit. Like, motherfucker, I got bills and and a house to maintain. <laughs> like, we're not sneaking off and doing fun shit. It's not, not life as an adult. I wish I knew that as a kid. I wish I'd, like, like, all the shit they tell you when you're a kid is true. Like, be a kid long, as long as you can. This shit sucks. They don't blame me. I, I'm pretty sure a few people have told me, like, this shit sucks. But, you know, they're like, ah, whatever, you can do whatever you want. You can, you can, you know, you can stay up as late as you want. You know, you can drink as much whatever juice and you won't wet the bed. Basically, wet the bed. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, that shit, this shit isn't great. It's kind of for the birds. Um... It, but it's as great as you make it. Like, I see Bert in them, and I'm, like, inspired. You know, he's fucking old now, but, like, he's still living his best life. 
is that if I can grind hard and I'm 22 now, even if I get there when I'm fucking 40, at least I can spend the last half of my life like fucking around, having fun, making bread. You know what I'm saying? It's not fun living paycheck to paycheck, you know, not knowing what's going to happen next. And the same day in, day out routine. Shit sucks. Not to make you guys depressed, but this is real life. You guys need to be told about this if you're a kid. I tried to, and I worked at McDonald's for a little while, and they lived next to a a, a school, and um, or worked next to a school. And these kids would be in all the time, and be like, "Dude, go back to school. Like, stop screwing around. If you're not gonna go to school, go get a job, and make some bread, and stop like wasting fucking time. The best years, almost." You know, it's until you can, you know, make some really good money and live the life you want to live. Those are the best years. You don't have responsibility like that. Unless you got, like, shit parents, you know what I'm saying? And they just beat you all the time or something. And you can't get away from it. But then I get it. Run away. Go do whatever. Yeah. But even still, go get a job and not have responsibility. You know what I'm saying? But uh, that's why I'm trying to do shit like this, and I'm sure why everybody is, you know. I mean, obviously, I, I enjoy podcasts. I don't get paid for this. I mean, I have the potential to, depending on how many views, but I don't expect to get paid and, like, quit my fucking... I mean, I'm not working right now anyways, but, like, this replaced working, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, at least not anytime soon. I'm just doing this because I'm having fun and, um, and just because I've always wanted to, and so, you know, just... I'm sick of like thinking about doing shit and not doing shit, you know. It's not cool. Um, but yeah, you know. So I, I do believe I am hard. My girl says all the time, "You're too hard on yourself. You're too hard on yourself," you know. But I gotta be this way, you know. what I'm saying with the lifestyle I want to live and the life I want to live, I have to be this way, or else I'm not gonna get that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I will say I do need to, um, like, um, uh, what's the, what do they call it? There's, like, a phrase. Um, I don't know. Um, fucking count, count the points I've made. <laughs> I'm sure there's a better expression for that, but, like, give myself some credit, you know. Um, I have been, you know, going to the gym and shit like that. And getting these podcasts done, you know? I just don't want this to become a job where I, like, you know, where it becomes work. You know, that's why I, I would like to get these cameras and shit and have some fun with my girl. She's like, when are we going to do ours? I'm like, let me just do these first two and then we'll get our shit on the ball. We're about to have one very soon. That's the next podcast I will be doing. Um, and it's called... Uh, it's either going to be called You Know What I Mean or You Know What I'm Saying podcast. I say You Know What I Mean, I feel like more than I say You Know What I'm Saying. I don't know. I need like someone to record me all day. <clears throat> we'll see. I'll just ask my girl. She's always, I'm sure she's right outside the door like listening, just trying to be close to me. Yeah. Don't, I do my best not to take that for granted. So if somebody, you know, don't take that shit for granted. You know, when you got a good girl, you know, Recognize that and appreciate that. I do my best to let her know how much I appreciate her. Because I can be an asshole sometimes. Sometimes, you know, I'm a guy. I just want to 
you know, not have you in my face <laughs> and just be doing a little bit of my own thing. But I love her very much. And I appreciate her very much. She knows that. I do my best to tell her. So you fellas out there, take some Tommy Hawk advice, T3, Tommy the Third, you know, advice and go tell your girl how much you appreciate her. You know. You know, make sure she's not cheating on you or anything like that. And make sure you evaluate yourself. Look at yourself and say, hey, where can I fix better here? You know, I'll get these mood swings sometimes. Um, you know, because I, you know, deal with my own mental health sometimes. And um, would catch myself just kind of being more of an asshole and more often or just more ir- irritable than I should be. <laughs> You know, because there's some fine limit, right? <laughs> and um, I had to, like, check myself and be like, hey, what's up, dude? You know, figure it out. You know, I'm figuring it out. You know, so, as guys, we got to look ourselves in the mirror. And women, too, you're not fucking saints out there. You're not these blessings from God. You know, <clears throat> girls do these things where they blatantly know. What irritates you and what pisses you off, and then does it, <laughs> and then continues to do it to get a rise out of you. <clears throat> and every girl knows what I'm talking about. You do it. Um, but yeah, everyone just needs to. That's another philosophy of the day. Last last one, last episode, it was meet in the middle, agree to disagree. You know, this one is check yourself. Get over yourself, look at yourself in the mirror, evaluate where am I, where could I put some fucking work in and get better at and then fix it. And then I promise you, you guys will both be happy. Communicate, um, speak, let you let, let each other know what you guys need, what you guys want, and how you guys can fix it. Don't be fucking irrational either, you know. <coughs> Don't be like, oh, I'm dating you now, and now I don't want you to be who you were, you know, when I fucking met you. You know, meet in the middle. That goes with meet in the middle. Don't have these unrealistic expectations of people, you know, where you're like, oh, I I like you, but I don't like who you are, so change. (laughs) Just go find someone else. Go find someone who you like. Because you don't like that person. Let's just be real. <clears throat> yeah. How about that? Uh, it's a little while back, but how about that Jada Smith and uh, Will Smith action in August Alsania? However the fuck you say his name. He made like four hits, and then and then five, beca- including Jada. Ah, uh, booms. All right. Um. Yeah, that wasn't cool. I respect, I don't know if I respect Will for it, because I'm like, I respect it in the sense of like, wow, I would have broken up with her. Or like, wow, I would have drop kicked her on the show. You know, an entanglement. We had an entanglement, and I just, I just needed to heal him with my vagina. And I haven't felt good in so long. And he just made me feel so good. I'd be like, oh yeah? Yeah, come here real quick. Let me tell you something. Let me, let me tell you something real quick. My last name is Brown. 
know what that means? Chris Brown, bitch, boop. No, but um, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm not condoning hitting your women. I'm just saying, like, I respect it. I respect he's a strong-willed individual, and he oh, willed, strong-willed uh, individual, and he's he's still with her. I don't get it. He's rich. He can have anyone he wants. But she said you've done some things yourself, so I'm assuming he's like did his some things himself. I don't know. <clears throat> so I don't know. As if it's not for the kids. They're all grown and rich and weird. <laughs> nah, I actually heard a Willow Smith song the other day and I didn't know it was her, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. This is a really good song. I don't know what it was. I'll find out. I'll figure it out on the next episode or something. Or maybe on, like, Me and My Girls podcast. Um, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And Jade, or uh, fucking, what's the boy's name? Jaden. Jaden Smith. He's cool, but he's weird. But I like it because he's being him. He's like, I, I, that's one thing I condone. Be yourself to the fullest. You know what I'm saying? I have a fucking... Uh, me and my girl have uh, the Lilo and Stitch. I have a, we both have Stitch onesies, like big ass onesies. You know, I don't care what you think. You know what I'm saying? I've been considering um, getting contacts, but I, I have problems putting stuff in my eyes. They're like, oh, you're gay. You like penis because you like colored eyes. <clears throat> and I'm like, no, I'm not. Actually, I don't like penis. I like my penis. I have a beautiful penis, actually. It's really nice. My girlfriend tells me all the time. Everyone who's ever seen it has told me it's really nice. <laughs> not to brag and not to sound like that guy, but, you know, it's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. It's a wonderful penis. But, um, yeah, if I want contacts, I'm wearing contacts. Like, I don't care what you think about me. I don't care. Was that Darren Silva? I, I'm, no, he said, I'm not scared. Of anyone. <laughs> and then was talking, immediately was talking about how he was scared of uh, fucking somebody. I don't know who he was talking about. He's like, yeah, I was pretty scared. I'm not going to lie. Who is he talking about? Uh, I think he's talking about Woodley. I don't know. He's scared of someone. He's like, yeah, I was pretty scared, actually. <coughs> um, I think the only person I'd like... Wouldn't be scared, but like I would feel like kind of like a little bit hopeless unless my jujitsu game was like on fucking point, and like that's the only way I see anyone really beating him. And Gaethje may or may not have a chance, considering we all know who I'm talking about. Gaethje may or may not have a chance, considering he has a good ground game, and I don't think he's gonna be able to keep it up. To be honest with you, but there's a chance he may be able to keep it up a little bit and then land one of those bombs. But I, he doesn't have like. Scary power He has power for sure But He doesn't have scary power He's cracked people And they were still like Okay I can get through it Like Poirier um, You know I don't know He hit Bosa Or Yeah Barbosa Pretty hard Cracked his ass I don't know <clears throat> We'll see I guess Like 10 more days Um, I just think You know I like Habib I do I respect him um, but, uh, I'm just like, how, I just want, not to sound like a hater, but I just want 
one. I want to see him fi- f- have adversity. That's the, that's how I. That's that's it. I want to see him ad- have adversity. Ad- adversity. All my white friends on Facebook love fucking correcting my grammar and my spelling on Facebook. I'm like, fuck you. This isn't a resume. I'm not here to, you know, you knew what I was trying to say. Fuck you. It's autocorrect. All my white friends love it. So it's like they, it's like it makes their day. It's like they go out and like, oh, time to go correct Tommy's fucking spelling. <coughs> um, but yeah, I think someone who has a really good jujitsu ground game and gets to submit him. He likes to get in a tripod stance where he's standing and has one hand and he's beating you up with the other hand while you're on the ground. And maybe he can catch a heel hook, a leg lock. Um, he's been caught in guillotines before. It looks like Poirier almost kind of got him for a second. But I think his arms were already tired, and it was like, yeah, no. And then someone else I saw got him in the guillotine too, but it wasn't like super tight. Uh, but I think if someone has a really good guillotine, they could uh, possibly maybe get him in a guillotine. You know, because he's still human. As much as uh, he doesn't look like it, he's still human. And that's what I want to see. I just want him to look human at one point. I just want him to see ad- adversity and like. Even if he loses and then comes back and then wins in, the, in, the, in like, the second fight rematch, then that's cool to me. You know what I'm saying? I just want to see somebody figure out the puzzle. You know what I mean? I'm not hating on the boy. I, I, I respect it. I do. But, you know. I'm sure that's what... My favorite fight is John Jones. I'm sure everyone's singing the same shit. You know? People hate him. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. People... Sorry, what moment? Scratch my earlobe, but um, yeah, people hate him. But I'm like, bro, these fucking losers in life. Like, he's done all that and still made it. They're like, he done steroids and this and that. But does he? You got Usada, and yeah, he's. They're like, he had a fucking sliver of this or that. It, what they say it was like a grain of salt in a pool, whatever. But both of his brothers, not just one, both of his brothers are in the NFL and got, like, rings and shit, don't they? At least one of them do. And, like, one of them, I think Chandler's doing really good. People, when I bring him up, they're like, yeah, he's, like, one of the best at his position. You know, so let's let's shut up about it. He has blessed genetics and, you know, great IQ, great coaches, and does what he has to do. And... People are just mad because he can do these, go on a fucking coke bender and turn up and go and Albuquerque can shoot his gun off and get away with it and then beat your ass. Beat their their fucking, the money they bet on their ass. You know, then they have two close fights and like, ah, oh, he should have lost. Uh, the thing is, you've never seen him not dominate. And now you've seen someone come close to like having a close match with him. They said the same shit about fucking uh, Gus. Said the same thing about Santos. And they say the same thing about Reyes. I may have to rewatch it because I probably have biased goggles on. Um, Everyone's like, nah, Reyes won. I'm like, "Mm, well, he didn't. That's the thing. (laughs) 
And he just got his ass knocked the fuck out and his nose broken by Polish power. You know what I'm saying? I love how John Jones afterwards was like, how whatever how pissed off would everyone be if I just went real quick just to like get my belt back? Because <laughs> he could. And everyone knows it. He would go in there and probably dominate Polish power. Like, he's not the first person he, we've seen with power. You know, Teixeira had power. Rampage had power. Um, Santos had fucking power. Um, Reyes had power. All these, a lot of people had power. You're not the only person with power. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, I don't know. D- uh, fucking DC has power. DC is probably, like, the best talent he's seen. But he knew DC so well that he finished it. You know what I'm saying? When you're in a however many years long feud with someone, you know them. You know what I mean? You know them. And I promise you, if Reyes and him fought again, it wouldn't even be close. I would bet, like, a lot of money. Not all of it, but a lot of it. It wouldn't be close. So for all those people out there like, Reyes won, let him run it back. What makes you think Jones is going to lose that second one? <laughs> he's not. Now he's going up. All this banter with Izzy. I don't know what Izzy's like agenda is. I think he just likes picking at him. You know, because he's not fighting him. I like Izzy. Let's say that. I, my thing is, like, I like both. Like, it's usually, like, there's a rival, but I like both people. I like DC, too. I think he's a sweetheart. I'd like to meet him one day, you know. <laughs> but it doesn't mean I, I can't be a John Jones fan still. He might, like, think I smell like shit because I like John Jones, maybe. But because he's such a good guy, he probably wouldn't care. You know what I'm saying? He seems like a really good guy. You know. Like, I'd go hang out with, uh... I'd go have brunch with DC. Jones, I'd, like... Mainly if I was single, I'd go kick it and party with him. You know what I'm saying? Or, uh... You know what? But we can meet in the middle here and say we, we, we'd hang out with both of them. I mean, not at the same time, obviously, but both of them could be, like, at a barbecue setting. You know what I'm saying? You know, definitely I feel like it. I I feel like Loki, though, hanging out with Jones. Um, At some point, we're drinking, and he puts me in a headlock a little too hard, and I'm like, all right, let go. (laughs) And he's like, come on, dude. Don't be a bitch. I'm like, all right, don't kill me. (laughs) At some point, maybe. I don't know. But, um. Or like put me in a rear naked and be like see if you can get out of it, bro. I'm like I don't want to be in it, and then I and then I wake up. <laughs> you know, DC at a barbecue. We're just, uh, you know, he's telling me how he, his recipes with his burgers and his chicken, <laughs> his fucking commercial. <clears throat> and uh, I I think I see Jones on the Instagram talking about barbecue too sometimes. It's usually his cat and stuff. Like him shooting bow and arrows and doing cool shit. You know. DC. I feel like uh Does he have kids? Yeah, he has kids, right? So our kids would hang out and me and him would talk about parenting or something. And then he'd be like and then he'd give me some like good advice. You know. <clears throat> he'd be like, you know, if you if you work hard, work harder than others and you and you uh you know, you follow the golden rule and you and you know you're a good person, that's all that matters. I feel like it's exactly what DC would tell me. I'd be like, you know what, DC, give me a hug. And we'd hug it out, and then we'd, uh, and then we'd eat, eat some burgers. Yeah. 
And uh, Jones would probably be like, bro, he'd probably say this. He'd probably be like, bro, just be as badass as you can. Don't give a fuck what people think about you. And as long as you know you're 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 good and you you have a connection with God, and you're and you're grinding and you're busting your ass, and you're outworking everybody else, it doesn't matter what the naysayers say. That's exactly what the fuck he'd say. Boom, spot on. Both both those guys would say that. Uh. <laughs> That's it. That's it. And then and then he'd fucking like put a screwdriver in a can of beer and then like chug it. And then we'd both do lines. <laughs> I've only I probably shouldn't put that on there But <laughs> I've only done That thing Like twice One time was in Mexico A lot of the funny stories in Mexico At strip clubs um, I think I have enough time for one more story Yeah um, One of my first times With my old friend Old friend don't see him or talk to him very much anymore. Got to get a hold of him. But we used to go to Mexico with his uh, his his family and whatnot. Well, his brother and stuff, and his brother's fiance and whatnot. Um, but we go to these strip clubs and fucking get drunk as fuck. And uh, I met the strip club's owner's son. <laughs> he brought me into the back and like with some other fat kid. <laughs> And he was pretty fairly young. I don't want to, I'm not going to say any numbers, but it's Mexico. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like they were testing me like, oh, is he down? <laughs> is he down? <laughs> so I was like, fuck it. I've done it like once. And I just did a little bit. And then, and then they were like, you want more? I'm like, no, I'm cool. I'm cutting back. I'm cutting back on it, actually. <laughs> you know, that's like my thing. Actually, I got it for my stepdad, whatever. It's just like, oh, I'm cutting back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, and the same thing, you know, we ended up at a fucking cartel member's house, I think. I don't want to get fucking tracked down. Um, and dude asked us, pretty much asked us to be mules and like, traffic. I was like, oh, no, you know, I'm, 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 you know, I'm cutting back. You know, it's old me. <laughs> Never done anything like that, just so we know. Let's get that out there. And then I scurried off and <laughs> snuck off, scurried slash snuck off into the back room where there is a stripper pool, DJ booth, and more, uh, I think, strippers, or just ran, or his wives, I think. He had like five wives, I think. Uh, I don't want to say his name, but his name was funny. I think we were calling him Famous Dave. I think that's his name. Because that's not his real name, but me and my bro were being pretty funny, and, and that's what we were calling him. Please don't kill me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then fucking... Um, I don't want to say her name, but my friend's brother's fiance kept offering us drinks and we were shit faced and she was fucking kissing on one of his wives and one of the dude's wives and the guy that I was there with that was, I was talking to, it was his girl and he was just got done telling me how his girl like fucking cheated on him and this and that and this and whatnot. And he's like kind of simmering up. Like in the corner as I'm talking to him. I'm like, no, no, right here. Make make eye contact with me. We're good. We're cool. We're right here. And we're on a good level. We're, we were on a good roll. You know, don't worry about that. <laughs> He's like, I don't know about that. They're kind of close right now. <laughs> and the next thing I know, uh, fucking um, uh, her man comes and my friend's brother is like a uh, same person. But they come. he comes in and he's like, yeah, we got to go. We got to leave now. 
I'm like, oh shit. And yeah, because, uh, because of that situation. It's pretty funny, but we're just about out of time here. So I wanted to wrap it up now that I'm paying attention to the clock. Um, so yeah, and in a positive, funny story note. That's not even it. So we got out the car, and she's so fucking drunk the whole time. And he's, like, just about dragging her all the way to the fucking, the the the, the suite we're at or whatever. Super dope-ass suite. Right on the beach. Um, big-ass deck. You can see the window, out the big-ass window. And, um, yeah, the first night we were there, the next morning, um, bro's brother's friend who came with us, not going to use any names here, was fucking... Hooking up with one of the strippers and right in the middle of everything. It was pretty hilarious, actually. So, yeah, that's uh, this is, has been a dive in to the Hawk's Den with Tommy Hawk. And I appreciate you for tuning in. Go ahead and ask me some questions. Um, you know, uh, I'm gonna make a new. Instagram, or just follow me on Instagram at TJB the third, and ask me some questions. I'll make a new Instagram for the podcast specifically. But if you want my personal Instagram, it's TJB the third on Instagram. All right, y'all, I'm out.